This podcast is brought to you by Eisner Award-winning comic book store, Legend Comics and Coffee in Omaha, Nebraska. And listeners like you, head to TwoHeadedNerd.com and click donate or check us out at Patreon backslash TwoHeadedNerd. Yes? Oh, ha, ha. Remember me, old chum? You jolly devil. Coming to you live from the Ziggurat in Omaha in caverns deep below the metro area. It is THN. It is cover to cover. It is live. I've said that twice. It's Saturday. It's October 15th. It's me, your head number one. And my name, it's Matt Bon. It's a me, your head number two. It's- and I sound just as much like Mario as Chris Pratt. Yeah, people are straight up pissed <laughs> about uh, look, this Italian I mean, thing. the guy, uh, what do you want? Like, you, the guy can't talk like Mario, the video game character, through an entire movie. That's ridiculous. I don't, I, I, I would argue it is not, because it I... It is, it is ridiculous. I would argue he it's not go, at all. Ooh, ah, Sure ooh. he can. Yeah, yes, he absolutely can. Hour movie, no, no one's going to be upset about that. That's what we yeah, expected no, Mario think, to sound like. <laughs> I think you think that you wouldn't be upset by that, but you definitely would be. Wouldn't bother me at all. Uh, Waluigi. Number two, That's- the internet's Joe Patrick. Stop talking to me about Mario. This is how it works. Saturday mornings at 10.30 Central Time, Matt and I go live on Discord to wrap about the week's new comics, nerd news, movies, TV, and to discuss the question of the week live with you, our listeners. In case you're counting, we have now said the word live four times. Live, live, live. And Joe's correct. It's a live show and it's live and we need you to talk with us live. Jump into our Zoom. You can find the link pinned to the Cover to Cover channel on our Discord. I spam it in the chat as well. Or you can just watch our live stream on Facebook. We've had a few audio issues there. Let us know if it's better this week. I have made some minor adjustments. If you can't be here live, that's another live. Feel free to leave us a message at the THN hotline, 402-819-4894, or send an MP3 to twitternerd at gmail.com before we open the phone lines and go live with these kids, Joey. Let's set them Wait, up live with our spoiler alerts because we're going to talk about some spoilerific stuff and our question yeah, of the week. Uh, I just real I real quick want to hijack uh, the show to talk about uh, my new. Oh, you can't even see it. Yeah. I purchased a backbone controller. It is a remote play device. I'm very excited about if any of you video game peeps have uh, tested out anything like this, I'd like to rap about it. We have a video game channel where we got in our discord. Yeah, we do. We can talk all about it. We absolutely do. All right. So spoiler alerts for the following. Probably uh, werewolf by night for peeps catching up uh, and or the latest episode. Uh, the, you know, the big stuff happened in this week's episode. Um, the finale of She-Hulk uh, was this week, and it was a doozy. Also, the finale of Rings of Power, which I am not, uh, I'm three episodes behind on, but I don't care. You guys have fun and talk about it. Um, we have some news that Matt has already posted in the chat. We'll post it again later on. But we've got a question of the week, courtesy of our very own Mark Tarrington. He's on Discord as Anathematician, which is a great name. It is. In the most recent, uh, it's not the most recent, in a recent episode of Cover to Cover, Brian Domingos flatly refused. That's the part that Brian finds the most exciting about the question, (laughs) is that he flatly refused to accept Namor is a mutant, despite Marvel repeatedly making it part of continuity. I respect his consistency on this issue, and it got me thinking, what is a piece of established comics continuity that you absolutely refuse to accept? no matter how often companies try and insist that it's the case. For Mark, uh, it's John Constantine being a superhero 
and being in any kind of Justice League, dark or otherwise. Uh, he started reading Constantine in the pages of Hellblazer and trying to fit that square peg into yep. the round hole of the DCU uh, does not work in his brain. Not so. a team player. Not a good guy, you know? Not a bad guy necessarily, but definitely not a team player. That's just not what he do. I also, mean, that's neither really here nor there. He, he is kind of a bad guy. John Traverdick brings not- up that Chris Pratt doing a comical Italian cartoon voice would be met with more backlash. I agree. I'm saying it doesn't need to be Chris Pratt. I don't care who voices Mario. I, I, I think that he's going to I think he's going to sound like a kind of like vaguely Italianish plumber. You know what I mean? Uh, he like, like a Captain Lou Albano. He sounds like Chris Pratt. No, Captain Lou leaned into it, man. It was bad. <laughs> no, look, dude, nobody has ever spoken full dialogue like the voice of Mario from the. No, I'm just saying Captain Lou went full Goomba. Like the it's a me, Mario. Nobody like, has hey, done that. Hey, it's a me, Mario. Take one step and then you're done. Let's do the Mario. <laughs> yeah, swing your arms from side to side. Yeah. David Chan leading us off today. Good morning, sir, and how are we? Hello, hello. Ben yeah, person to sign up. Hello, everyone. How are you? Um, we all need right, walk-up so music. That's what we need. We need walk-up music for you guys. Pick your walk-up <laughs> music and we'll play. As long as we don't get sued. You know, that's all I ask. Well, you know, DMCA is a serious shit, man. Anyway. <laughs> all right, listen. Um, you know what? They can come for us. We don't have any money. Exactly. What are they going to no. do? <laughs> that's true. Just like, what's that in the bank account? Zero you want to get zero, blood zero, from zero, this zero? stone? I dare you yeah, to try. Good luck. <laughs> All right, let me start off with the answer of the week. Um, actually, uh, surprisingly, I had to rack my brain on this, but then I realized there's this one stickling point in the Marvel comics and I just never recovered from was Spider-Man One More Day uh, uh, with basically Mary Jane being retconned as never really being um, married to Spider-Man. And yeah. even to this day, I still can't get over the fact that that's still kind of a thing <laughs> yeah. right now. For sure. It, it's really it's still like um, a stickling point to me, but yeah, that was just my my brief answer. To so that. they kind of uh, tried to make that up to us with like they had another Spider-Man series that was like in a slightly different Marvel universe where they it were was in married. a different timeline. Yeah, renew renew your vows. Renew it your was, vows. That was it. Mm-hmm. It was, I believe, um, originally. I think it was. Um, or maybe they made it part of that after the fact, but it ended up being one of the Battle Worlds. That's in, right. In oh, that's Wars. right. Like it was its own. It was his own chunk of Battle World where it's like, oh, yeah, Spider-Man's married and his kid has superpowers and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. For some reason, his kid is not – his kid in that universe was not May, was not Mayday Parker. Yeah, oh, that's right. That's yeah, right. I can't. I, I don't can. think May's full name and is that, Mayday. That's – yeah, that was her nickname. It was her nickname yeah. from – like she played basketball. They called her Mayday. Oh, uh, okay. Right. All right. That was her nickname. <laughs> like, nobody knows her kid Mayday. <laughs> I well, her name is May that, after Aunt May, obviously. Yeah, correct. Yeah, they just called her May Day, like her friends and everything, and her former teammates. But what is, yeah. what is but, May uh, short yeah, sure. for? What's that? What is May short for? Nothing. Uh, I think it's just May. Madeline <laughs> or something? Or May? No, Baby no, no, no. Being I think it's just May. Straight up May. I, I can't imagine I what I believe it's just. short for Maleficent. Uh, it says it's short for oh, Maya, really? the Roman Earth Goddess, or Mary. It can be short for that as well. Oh, actually, I do know somebody who was named Mary, who sometimes we called her May. So I guess that okay. checks out. There you go. Maybell. That's uh, another in one. In the chat, they, yeah, we, we're getting Mabel <laughs> and Maybell from the P 
peanut gallery. That also makes sense. I like that. Well. I'm sorry. Okay. It's Damon. You want to talk? Though. Yes. Go ahead. Yeah. No, that's okay. So other than that, um, She-Hulk, uh, I did like that finale. Um, I, the fourth wall breaking was something that pretty okay. much was right out of the comic. Like this is exactly what has happened in multiple of the John Byrne run. Actually. Didn't you like, yeah. like quarter John Byrne and threaten to beat the shit out of him? He yeah. didn't change the ending. On uh, <laughs> repeated occasions, I believe. Yeah, she, she would go to the, she'd go to the Marvel office Byrne. and threaten to kick the crap out of John Byrne. <laughs> yeah. Like multiple, multiple times. So that, that was, that was great. I also like the fact that when she was breaking through the Disney uh, plus screen, she looked down to see what she could break into and they, so I think it was like the um, uh, Marvel Access, which is an actual series on Disney. Oh, uh, she it. broke through Assembled or whatever it is. Yeah, the, that, the, that the behind the scenes one. one, yeah. Exactly. So she's like, oh, that's perfect. Just jumped right in. But um, but I did like it. Uh, I did have a couple of, I don't know, there was something there that kind of bothered me slightly. I did like the fact that she basically was saying, okay, let's cut this formula and crap. Let's just, you know, do what, you know, what, what probably would be not as predictable in the MCU. But I do wish they actually showed some of that because I was surprised that they jumped right to the, like, basically everyone being arrested and everybody coming in. It's like, oh, well, I, I felt like I missed something there. But uh, but I did like kind of the resolution though later with um, with uh, I guess Daredevil showing up and yeah uh, you know yeah there was a nice little the way they set it up though where it's just like look the major complaints from the show from a lot of people were well it's totally disjointed and there's no narrative and everything and they're like so what would a lot of shows do a lot of shows would try and force one into the very last episode. You know, like, what? My cousin shows up? What? He's here? Like, none of this makes any sense, you know? Like, very, very fast and the furious type of, like, exactly. the end with everybody in the family. It's just like, family. Right. Oh, damn. Yeah. Like, you thought it was all fine, and then all of a sudden, this character's here. Tune in next. Yeah. I'm like, okay, whatever. We're not doing that it. here. And, and I just, oh, man, I loved it. I just giggled. I squealed. No, I loved it. Yeah, <laughs> I loved it, was, it. it was perfect. And perfect for the character, too, as well. Yeah. Same. And, you know, like... Yeah, there there are some people in the Discord, um, and they'll they'll get to say their piece, I'm sure. Um, that had some trouble with things like um, how quickly the intelligentsia was written off, uh, and um, that sort of thing. And like to me, that's the whole point. The whole point is. No, these guys aren't worth the time. Yeah. Right. Like any any other <laughs> show would make these guys would give these guys the power to be the main bad guy and we're and not. And they nearly did. Yeah. Literally. They nearly gave Tom the, right. the Hulk. Power. Yeah, to, right. <laughs> the Todd the the Hulk. And and like so I for me, uh, like maybe it's just because I'm like I'm I'm so like connected to the irreverent fourth wall breaking comic book version of She-Hulk that None of that phased me even in the slightest. Yeah. Yeah. I was I was thrilled by all of it. The whole thing up with Kevin and he even wore yes. that shitty bowl hat. Yeah. Whatever thing. And, <laughs> rim. Um and it was like, well, no, we don't talk to Kevin. <laughs> it's so great. I would kill for you. I would kill for Kevin. Yeah. Um and <laughs> like I, I thought it was I thought it was a brilliant like commentary on not only on you know, like not giving those dudes the time of day and, and subverting expectations, but also like kind of like side eyeing the rest of the MCU. Like, look, guys, totally. you to, you're guilty that of this shit. Right. Also, yeah. And also saying like, hey, a lot of criticisms of the last movie. Here they are. Right. Of the last two movies. Here they are. We're making yeah. fun of it right here. Like we're, oh, we're aware, yeah. you know, we hear this stuff. Also, dear dudes, maybe this show 
wasn't written just for you. You know who right. loved it? Yeah. Every woman that I know that watched this show loved oh, yeah. it. Like, yeah, my wife loved absolutely it. adored it. <laughs> yeah, so. Casey's favorite show. She's like, this is the best. They did it. I think it's. I think it. I think that it's the best. I think it's the best MCU show. I and do. Also, it's not a bad way to just show that look we can decompress this and werewolf by night both i would argue is marvel saying let's all settle down pump the brakes yeah. we can decompress we can have a good time and just tell a fun story too it doesn't all have to be and then kang peeks into the picture in the final mm. scene and we all go ah you know but we still did get like that expansion of the mcu right because mm -hmm. daredevil's here now yeah. Daredevil, yeah. Daredevil's here in costume. Um, you know, it wasn't just him catching a brick in a in a yeah. in an apartment kitchen. Manbull and Elagia are here full on. Like, I mean, and, like we can and, move forward with that. <laughs> yeah, like I so like I, I didn't need like all of the narrative problems are only problems if we're focused on them telling a a traditional narrative and they right. weren't. Right. So yeah. like I'm, I was fine with the hand waving. I was the only thing that disappointed me was um we got to move on e after this by was the way. Was email David. was email um oh yeah, kind of giving uh, the speech kind of at the meeting. Off. Yeah, I know. He was and, kind of and in on it. I watched it. I watched it a second time, and I was like, "Oh, you know what? He just took the money as a speaking engagement." That's what it was. Yeah, and he did seem like he legitimately was trying to protect her at the end. Yeah, and and like, yes, but he broke his parole, but he's also a shitball. Like, he's not necessarily evil anymore, but he is a shitball. Like, think about all these people oh, that go he and wasn't, speak like, at uh, like upon upon a second viewing, he wasn't like in on it with the no. yeah agenda. that's what i'm saying like oh, look at the people just like that, oh i'm just here to speak at their right right like politicians you know, that go and peek at <laughs> right, like it, speak at cpac like, or something or yeah. like it, when they get like billionaires that come and speak and they're like no. oh well i didn't know the hungarian guy's an actual nazi i mean like i'm just no. a republican you know <laughs> like okay <laughs> you didn't that's immediately you know? in a nutshell yeah. all right the very last thing before i guess we caught this um the scar so my my biggest thing that I'm thinking of, and I'm curious, is this, does this mean that either one, it's going to be one of two things. Does this mean that World War, World War Hulk is not going to happen at this point? Or is this the trigger for World War Hulk sometime down the line? I don't know. Maybe, when, but, you know. or maybe yeah. that's just pure rumor and we're not doing anything like that. You know, like yeah, think about who came up with people just jump to these conclusions and we, oh, oh, World War Hulk, blah, well, that's your whole thing. There's a, who there's knows? a side of me that kind of wants Scar to just, just be there. <laughs> Never appear. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like, I, I, I honestly, <laughs> I, like, I, I'm making no predictions here, but considering the source of his appearance, um, I would not be surprised if ultimately the scar thing was just a joke. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Because they did the because opposite why of like, we, like, why? This why is do the we opposite need of Wanda you know? and the Vision, where they're like, mm -hmm. well, Wanda and the Vision didn't pay off and all the stuff that we thought was going to happen. She's like, all right, here's everything you thought was going to happen. Here it all is. Ha ha. Bye. See you uh, next yeah. season. We're going to do something else. <laughs> you know? <laughs> so, yeah, maybe it's complete horseshit. I don't know. Damon, yeah, we got to keep moving, happens. though, man. Uh, he did yep. look really Good to stupid. talk to you, brother. I, I, kinda... By Damon. Uh, he, like, he had just like, go back and look at a freeze, uh, a pause. You look silly uh, as hell. A screenshot because his haircut, he's got like the reverse Mo Howard. Yeah. <laughs> he's got like a sideways Mo Howard, and I don't even know how you get that done. <laughs> uh, John Tavertic, just uh, as a last little point here, because uh, he we probably won't speak to him because um, he's, he's a coward. He's a coward. He won't come um, on. 
He says, to me, it's not that the intelligentsia needed a payoff because I agree they are lame. The issue was them being at Emil's camp as well. It just seemed lazy, which I, I, I accept that. I like, I kind of agree it. And I guess it's like, we have this place. We need a place to go where the abomination can also be because he's on house arrest or whatever. Or better yet, we had the actor of the plays, Emil Blonsky, for two days of shooting. We need to get all this <laughs> well, done yeah, in one place. <laughs> like, um, I think but it's we, more we, need a, we need a place that that Jen and Ginger and Pug will go to independently <clears throat> right. for some reason. And it's in its Emil's compound. Yeah. And but yeah, I totally agree. Like, why would they choose Emil's compound as the place to have their meeting? It doesn't like why. It was also an Internet dead zone. You're right. Sea Monkey just brought that up. Uh, internet dead zone, yeah. Total internet dead zone. So it was quiet. JD got a catch. How are you? Sorry, you've they're been good. here. They're you, good. JD, being on the you've internet. been here behaving quietly, waiting for your turn, and I appreciate that. How are you, buddy? Yeah, you know, I'm good. Um, well, I just know because I'm going to derail the entire conversation because they just posted a link in the chat. I know. Uh, Violent night. Anyone else seen this? I am yes. so ready. <laughs> I'm so ready for <laughs> badass Santa. Wait. This <laughs> <laughs> looks awesome. Yeah. It looks totally great. Yeah. If we can watch this during Cookie Fest, we're doing it. Definitely. That would be, <laughs> that would be a good one. Definitely. Uh, so uh, I'm an episode behind on She-Hulk, but uh, I did want to talk about Werewolf by Night, and I have... I have predictions. Okay. So For, predict all, away. Werewolf by Night was awesome. I loved every minute of it. It was fantastic. I have no notes whatsoever. Um, my prediction, though, is I think the Agatha show. I think right. the best thing they can do for the Agatha show is make her a horror host. Yeah. I don't disagree. And make, just, and make I, her like, show. I just, don't know. I just don't understand, like, how interesting – uh, the an Agatha centric story is you know what right, I mean? but it's called House of Harkness. Yeah, yeah. If which it was kind of like House of Secrets or the Twilight Zone. Yeah, or from the yeah. Or, so if we just have like an, a, a show where every episode it focuses on another corner of the supernatural universe in Marvel, and totally her and intro so and doing intros and outros. Right, that would be fantastic. Totally. Then we then we, we all know it. Doctor Strange, but have you heard the tragic tale of Doctor Druid? <laughs> <laughs> you know, or, or we could give we could get brother voodoo yeah totally uh we she's gotta get, work on her she's gotta work on her schlocky puns though well she can it, also do it very Catherine Han. yeah uh, i give think give her five fine. minutes and a microphone <laughs> she'll be fine <laughs> but you know we could get brother voodoo we could get night stalkers yeah i mean that would be also a really cool place to introduce to reintroduce a uh, ghostwriter into the marvel universe sure and Ooh. night I mean, watch because i i don't know if uh, ghost driver night watch, is please. still mcu Ghost Driver. But, uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, I have a feel. So we know we're going to get some kind of Ghost Rider. There's been all these rumblings of mm-hmm. it. Wait, it was yeah. Ghost Driver, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. In the in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. It was the most comic book accurate thing in all of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., which it, was yeah, terrifying. Like, I, look, I'm not getting into it, but I thought that Ghost Rider was really well done on that show. Yeah, yeah. That looks um, fine. That's just I, not my favorite. Ghostwriter. You just don't like Ghostwriter. That Ghostwriter, I yeah. understand. Well, speaking um, of, uh, so real I'm quick a, to shift. I'm a spirit uh, writer guy. Speaking, <laughs> speaking of things that Matt doesn't like, uh, Matt, did I remember hearing you correctly? You dropped off of Knights of X. I dropped off of Knights of X. It lost me. Yeah. Okay. I, it just, you should pick it back up because really, the latest issue to hit the to hit the uh, lake house did something that'll make you very very happy. All right. 
All right, I'll check the it out. The Dragon Eight Jubilee. <laughs> no, I'll, I'll go ahead and spoil it. Go because, ahead, spoil. I mean, let's spoil it. it. Hit me. They killed Gambit. Really? Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yes, I Gambit. read about this. Uh, Gambit. Uh, well, I guess spoilers. Gambit, for Gambit died, and and if you're thinking, oh, it's just Krakoa. No, he died another. He died, he died another in another world. world. If you die in another world, but, you are dead. But the only person so, that they didn't, are resurrecting him. Yeah, they like, resurrected him. But Rock Slide, he he died there, and he yeah. came back, and now he he's came like back different. Wrong Slide, or whatever yeah. he calls himself, and he's all messed up. Yeah. So he's I gonna come that. back as I like Wambit or something. Or like, <laughs> yeah, right. You know, like, <laughs> like Gambat. Oh, yeah, now I, I don't have an accent uh, anymore. I just say wham and punch people. <laughs> <You know? laughs> it's more like Wambit. I drive my wambulance uh, around and whoop ass. Wambit. You know? But yeah, no, they resurrected him. They resurrected him. Uh, and uh that's the point that the, the new the new series that like they've announced already that yeah. they're doing a Gambit and Rogue miniseries okay um, i saw that was coming yeah if kelly thompson's not writing it i strike uh i don't i think it's tiny howard uh, oh well, um, that's okay but uh yeah like i think all like i looked at all of the x and uh minis that they announced it was like tiny howard tiny howard tiny yeah. howard i was like all right well, uh, yeah her and her and jerry Dugan are pretty much running the show back over there um, um but uh I, yeah it's it's gonna be like in part it's it gonna be tiny, about like it is tiny howard they resurrected Gambit cool. from uh, a backup before he went to other world I just, and things I just figured, okay with him. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, just to back up real quick, I just wanted to catch up on last week. Um, so uh, favorite Draculas, um, the way they – and also based on what you said in the regular show, Matt – basically following the rules or set good rules. Mm-hmm. Um, all of the vampires in the, in the Jim butchers, Dresden verse, very good rules. The way he handles vampires yep. there, the way they have the different courts. So you have the white vampires, yep. the white court, which are the succubi psychic vampires. And yep. then the black court, which are like your dead zombie vampires. Yeah. That's, that's just done super well. Yeah. It's kind of like that. What's the, the latest image comic that we were freaking out about the, uh, crazy art super insane art it's called like a uh, uh bite uh, bloodstained teeth bloodstained teeth yes very similar type setup where you have the old school vampires like we're the ones that started yeah. it. we think we're better than everybody else and then there's <laughs> other groups of vampires who are like those guys suck and they all hate each other <laughs> you know well, and, and, I, like, and i'm surprised nobody mentioned scott snyder's american vampire yeah i, I like do skinner sweet and all of that because I the do way like he handled it a lot. that it got with like weird. the Carpathian vampires and yeah, it started weird. It started weird, <laughs> but it got really weird. And like all good, all good horror movies, it went sci-fi kind of quick. Right. <laughs> and, I, and I was all just right. like, whoa, all right. <laughs> all right. I, 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 I hate to drag it on, but I real quick, um, you want to talk about horror movies. I'm not a big horror movie guy. Okay. Uh, I've gone to say my favorite horror movie is uh, cabin in the woods. It's a great one. Because uh, I like to have that kind of twist. So help me out because my wife loves horror. Okay. And she really wants to get back into watching horror movies, but I hate jump scares. Okay. What's she into? So, like, so you want something a little more in like tongue in cheek or just like something fun? Uh, or like what are we talking about? Uh well, she used to she used to intern with a special effects crew. So she likes good like masks and 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 horror makeup and stuff like that so something with good effects like that but something that's also gonna like not have me piss my pants okay i mean i don't know if i can't think of anything that's not gonna have some jump scares in it okay sam richardson i can hand some sam richardson was in a werewolf movie a couple years ago sam richardson is a guy from the after party 
Uh, it just came out. It's called Werewolves. It's based on a video game. It's called Werewolf. It's, I can't remember. I'm looking it up right now. It was a lot of fun. Werewolves Within. Okay. I highly recommend it. But it's based it. on a video game. It is. But they, it's Wait, very is much. That, is, that, is that the one with, uh, with uh, Milana Weintraub? Yes. 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 Oh, that, cool. That's on our list. Yes. That will definitely that, that'll is, be our Halloween watch. It's funny, awesome. but the werewolves are cool and actually kind of scary, you know? Like, nice. But it's it's all very tongue-in-cheek. There is some jump scare stuff, but you're adult enough. You'll be fine, okay? Yeah, yeah. The Fly. Uh, Jeff Goldblum, The, the oh, Fly. Oh, yeah. I've seen that. Yeah. 1986. Okay. Have you, ever, um, have you ever seen Phantasm? No, don't watch Phantasm. Phantasm is one of my it. It favorite horror movies of all time. It's, and it, it's no, because it doesn't make any fucking don't listen sense to Joe at all. all. It's not about making sense. It's the concept. It is so <laughs> okay. high. What's the concept? Concept. Matt? What's the concept? Aliens from another right. dimension are invading ours to steal our bodies and put dwarf people in human bodies to take over the world. Joe, that is the concept. <laughs> okay. No. Okay. Yes. No. One hundred percent. I I I've I seen flatly this. I flatly refuse. I've your seen premise. this movie seventeen times. Okay, I Look, love I'm not these saying films. that. I am not saying that that's not the plot, but that is the dumbest thing oh, I've ever heard. It's so great. I, literally, I just watched Phantasm last week. It's <laughs> terrible. JD, if you appreciate practical effects if you appreciate mm -hmm. b filmmaking like this was like a canadian crew with very little money and a huge idea and the soundtrack is fantastic the tall man is like super spooky it barely makes sense but it is such <laughs> a it great doesn't make any sense it's so it makes much no fun. sense it's like and you know what the, tall, the second the one is man, great too <laughs> the tall man is also somehow the woman in lavender figure that out you can't or the woman in violet, or whatever they call. That sounds it. fun. I, I like. No, no, no. Like it's not fun, JD. It's so it's great. Not fun. Don't listen to Joe. I'm he has no. You. Joe has no joy I, in his heart. Don't my, listen to him. My problem with horror movies is I saw Event Horizon and it broke me. Yeah. Oh, dude, same. That's what I happened love to me. Movie. Love yeah. that movie. And I've been and I've been slow. Like I've been I have been uh, since I started hanging out with these deviants. I have been <laughs> um, like getting back into horror movies and. Um, there are things that like are like tense thrillers I really like, like yeah. Don't Breathe or You're Next, which might have jump scares, but they're also more like You're Next is about a home invasion. So it's right. not like and then there's a monster with three heads. It's yeah. like, no, it's like I, I it's like monsters. I like it. Your okay. next is great as a horror movie. Oh, um, I actually prefer monsters because I do too. Uh, because the the things like you know, because I always wanted to stay away from like Saw and the uh, yeah and, and like Hostel. Saw and stuff is like way that. tamer than you think. Yeah, it's uh, it's torture yeah. porn, but, but like they're hostile. not that bad. Yeah. Hostel is a little uh, saw. Saw is actually a lot less extreme than I thought it was, based on years of buildup in my own mind. Well, they didn't have any right. money for um, the first one. They didn't start making gory saw films until like Saw three. Yeah, like, because they didn't but have like, any money. Saw one, saw one is nothing really. Um, Great. I, so, <laughs> like, here's I'll, like I'll share my list of movies uh, with you, JD. Um, why don't you drop but, it? Why don't um, you drop it in the Discord so we can like yeah. drop I it? Will, in the, yeah, yeah. Um, but like uh, some things that I like that are like that don't don't take themselves too seriously that are fun. Matt's gonna make fun of me for this. Don't listen to him. Oh, the but movie, you can make Jennifer, fun of me for mine. I'm just. <laughs> I, you're, look, it's fair game. You're going to say I'm you like Jennifer's you. body? That's what you're going to say? Jennifer's body is a good movie. Okay. No, Teeth. it's true. It, Jennifer's body is a good movie. Okay. Matt, did you ever did you ever see Teeth? Mm-hmm. 
I loved Teeth. Oh, no. Teeth was fun. Yeah. Thank you. Teeth was really no, good. Thank you. Teeth was fun. <laughs> yeah. um, good times. Like, uh, 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 well, we got to keep moving. So I'm JD. Good to talk to you. But drop those. Yeah, buddy. Drop your oh, list wow, in what? the in the Discord, will you? Come on. Yeah. That it, way we can it all follows, see. It follows. Midsummer. These are all great. Yeah. It follows. It's great. It follows. Frank Zerullo. How are you today, sir? Hey, I'm great. I'm great. How are you guys? Real good. What are we wrapping doing about? Good, what do you got? Good. What do you got for us? I was going to answer. You're a resident. Answer. You're a resident of New Yorker, Frank. We want to know where you come down on the voice of Mario. Mar- Mario. I thought. I thought. I thought Damon was also a New Yorker. He's more. He lives in the city, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah, yeah. He Damon lives the in accent. the city. You got the accent. Oh, I got the you accent. Like, you sound like I'm, you're from the neighborhood. Oh, oh because I'm, because I'm Italian. Is that what it is? Yeah. Yes, Italian? Frank. Yes. Yeah, you got the Goomba. You're a resident Goomba. Come on. I'm that guy now. Um, where, where do I come down on? I okay. This is how. If this, I'm gonna. I'm gonna Damon get serious. Damon is literally from Brooklyn. <laughs> <laughs> Too bad, Damon. We're not I'm, talking listen, to you right now. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm from Brooklyn as well. I just post live upstate. Okay. Post gentrification, Damon. Sorry, it doesn't count. So I'm gonna. I'm gonna get serious. This. This is how. This is where I come down because all my life, all my life, Italians have been viewed as the joke. Sure. As like, we are the butt of every joke. Look at, look at, uh, what was uh, it? Stupid show. The Polish get kicked around well, a lot too. You're right. Jersey that, Shore, the meat. Jersey head, Shore. Bus, yeah. That made us, that made it the entire Italian community look like idiots. Yeah. You know? Well, at least everybody um, in New and, Jersey. And then, and then, you know, as, as much as people love the show, um, that, that Jersey, you know, that, uh, what is it? That the Jersey mob show, what the hell was that called? Like I Sopranos? Watched Sopranos. Sopranos. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry. I, I wasn't really a, a big follow. My dad loved the show, but oh, again, it's like, you're putting Italians in this certain light, you know, like, like we're all connected to the mob. We're all, con- and, you know, and again, I'm, I'm being, yeah. this is, this is serious in all seriousness. It's, it's to me, that's offensive. Fair enough. I mean, Chris. Chris Pratt doing an Italian Mario voice the entire. First of all, that that Mar- the Mario is a cartoon. Mario yeah. is a cartoon. It's right. a joke. Yeah. Okay. I, I that Chris Pratt doing a a, a jokey Italian voice that that, that doesn't bother me. No. What bothers me? What bothers me is like putting Italians in a bad light. You know. I mean, did you know Alan Alda's Italian? Yeah, big time. And everyone respects I Alan Alda. They love yeah. Alan Alda. You know. So it, it's like. Uh, Italians have so is Stanley uh, Tucci. Everyone, everybody loves Stanley Tucci. Loves everybody, loves everybody loves Stanley Tucci. <laughs> <laughs> Don't talk about Stanley yeah, Tucci. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bad well, light. Listen, everybody loves. This Stanley. is a Tucci friendly cigarette. <laughs> Stanley right? Tucci That's on right. that Discovering Italy show, he walks around. I love and, that show. And little old ladies stop and kiss him. <laughs> They're just like, come here. That's like, a man. Like, he's so great. <laughs> he's, he's he's awesome. I've so, loved him for years. Uh, Stanley Tucci, Frank, just adds up for you because I know you're on it. Um, Stanley Tucci has a TikTok and it is. Oh, it's great. Wonderful. It's great. <laughs> it's just I, like Stanley Tucci in the kitchen. What's he I making love it. today? And he's like I don't know. Stanley Tucci making drinks. Stanley Tucci yeah. making food. And it's, it's like, hey. Yeah. And it's just like, oh, hey, I didn't see you there. It's like Stanley Tucci. <laughs> he's great. Um, he's fantastic. And, uh, like if you like TikTok is worth being on, even if you never make a single video and yeah. you don't need to. Yeah. Just to follow Stanley Tucci and Mandy Patinkin. All right. This uh, concludes our Stanley Tucci uh, TikTok cast. Let's get uh, back I'm to sorry, nerd Matt, shit. It's called, All right. called <laughs> Tooch Talk, okay? Tooch, sorry. Tooch Talk. <laughs> or Gross. it's called Tooch Time. Yeah. yeah. And it's in direct competition. Oh, I think we I think we're like in, infringing upon, you know, Willie Toots' space yeah, over here. So we don't yeah. want to get sued. No, come it's, on. It's, no, 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 no. You don't want that. We, Listen, we call it Tooch Talk. So, so what I was going to, my so the answer to the week, my answer was going to be, my answer was going to be, I do not accept 
Henry Cavill's portrayal of Superman. Yeah, 100%. Right? 100%. But you know what? I changed my mind. I changed my mind. I don't accept Gambit as an X-Men or in anything to do with Marvel. I hate Gambit. I hate Gambit, too. I've always hated Gambit. I hate Gambit. (laughs) never accepted that character. He's the stupidest character. His costume is stupid. His powers are are okay. His powers are fine. I don't have have a problem with the powers. Right. My problem is you have this power. You have this power, and all you want to do is throw cards. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. What happens if you supercharge a grenade? I'm just curious. (laughs) You know, like, like maybe you could do some real. I mean, a gun can only explode so hard. (laughs) Well, playing cards can blow up walls and stuff, though. I mean, I changed my changed my mind. I changed my mind because because someone said Gambit, and I'm like, oh, I hate that guy. I do do not accept him. And you know what? My biggest problem with Gambit. And I'm not saying if you like Gambit, that's fine. These are personal right. issues that Frank and I have, and we're just expressing <laughs> our opinions. No one's saying you're bad for it. Yeah, you, but Gambit, issues, all right. it's the same problem that I had with Seawolf on this show last <laughs> week, right? You're too complicated. You don't right. have to right. be that. You're already a mutant. That's interesting. Do you also have to have a, a crazy accent, mon chéri? And I come from a long line of crazy criminal thieves that have a right. huge thieves guild that I grew up the in. The thieves and guild that. thing is And I was also like, connected like, to the Morlocks and helped them kill all the Morlocks. Is that like, okay, stop. No, he got hired by the Marauders. That's a, the, that's a totally different thing and why, that's fine. Why do you hire Gambit? It, to lead people to the Morlocks. Why Gambit? Is he a tracker? Um, well, I, Can he smell I have him? to think that it was addressed in the comic. Did, I just don't remember. Did he room with a Morlock at one point? You know, like, like why right. do you, you know, hire Kind of like how Robin Williams was. He was uh, a guy that knew how to get information. Chris Reed's roommate <laughs> in on. college. By you the know. way, the Morlocks just live in the sewers. Go down in the sewers and find them. The, the sewer. sewers are huge, man. Do you know how uh, how how long the Joe had to there's walk? An Power Pack city. found the Morlocks there's on an their own. city down there. Little kids, you have Power Pack went into the sewer, and it was Back. maybe four panels before they found him. Okay, so they're heroes, oh, man. That's different. I don't know you. Anybody can stumble upon the Morlocks. <laughs> Uh, John, John, Tim, uh, John, uh, Sims skull in the chat says, if I had Gambit's power, I would throw eggs and wear a chicken. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, all right. So I want, I want to talk about two other things. Okay. Um, one, one, I wanted to say, um, the, the beginning of the She-Hulk this week, I know we talked about it, so I'm not going to get get too much into the show, but the beginning, there was opening credits. Yes, the opening credits. Oh, I'm a guy. I was, I was tickled beyond what I should have been. Yeah. That was the greatest opening to the show. And then the end of the opening where she's standing there, she's like, you wouldn't want to make me angry. And with with, uh, Mark Ruffalo, I'm like, Oh my God. I love how Mark Ruffalo is a hundred percent in on being in the Marvel universe. Oh yeah. You know, the, the guy, the guy is great. He's just like, I'm the Hulk. I'm going to just do whatever I can yeah. as the Hulk. And he's, he's great. Yeah, he's like on a record. They call me anytime. I don't care. He's like, yeah, yeah he's I'll, fantastic. I'll he um, so I, much fun. So it was clear, like if you watch those, uh, if you watch the intro. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Damon just mentioned it in the chat. I was about to bring it up myself. Um, instead of just being the CGI She-Hulk. Yeah. It is clearly a different woman. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Painted green, a yeah. la Lou Ferrigno. Totally, yeah. She was definitely, like, and a bodybuilder. different than Bill Bixby. And it was the on-set stand-in. Oh, cool. Uh, the, the the woman that actually stands there pretending to be She-Hulk, 
um, on camera while they do <laughs> all this great. stuff. Um, and uh, I think that's just so delightful. That, that it was it was amazing. That, that, it, that it, I was so it, that gave me so much joy. That just watch because as a as a child who grew up in the seventies, watching that Hulk show, I was like, "Oh, this is so good! This, this is, is so her. amazing! I love this!" She's six foot five, and she's and she's gorgeous. <laughs> she's amazing. She was amazing. Um, and the last thing I wanted to say, and I'll keep it because um, I want to try to keep it brief. Was so Matt was saying he's uh, oh actually two things. Matt, you said at one point you were um, doing a podcast about cartoons. Yes. Is, are you, have you done it yet? My and friend, what's it called? My friend Dave and I are doing it, and we're gonna we're gonna okay. release it in seasons. We're gonna get back to it. Okay. We did our first right. season, right. which is rated R movie properties that were translated to children's cartoons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, <laughs> so I we do like six of those. Yeah, I'm, I'm like they're I'm coming. So what's it called, it. man? What's the name it's of your podcast? Tunes Time Forgot, but it's not a live. Oh, thing okay. Yet, so all right, let, let okay. Oh, it's not out yet at all. No, no. The other thing was Matt said he was listening to he had listened to Fritz Leiber. Um, that the first uh, book from Fritz Leiber, uh, so I think it's Swords of Lankmar. Um, there's a great story, and it it's spooky as hell. Okay. It was about the it's I think it's the 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 Adept's Gambit, which is about like this mage, okay. you know, and it is I mean creepy. The reading I'm I'm listening to it on Audible, and the reading of it was freaking tell me the name tell me the name scary it's 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 i think the book is swords in the mist swords it's the queen's the gambit mist. he said it no not the queen's gambit the adept's gambit swords it's, i think it's the, the adept's mist. gambit it's the second okay. book it's the second one in the series okay um, i've got and it it's like up the then. last story i have a queued up then i'm super yeah. excited oh it's great and you'll it's it like i said creepy as hell awesome it's really great it's I love really it. great i love it all right guys all right good to talk to you frank see yep. you frank Logan Drydale showed up early. We don't hear from him very often, but it's a different time zone up there in Canada, so it's hard for him to be on. Yeah, he was pissed we didn't talk about American Vampire last week. (laughs) Logan, how are you, buddy? I had to shut him down. It's like... It's not your show, Logan. It's my show. <laughs> but now it's my time. Uh-oh. I get to get on there. And I, have to <laughs> I am turning un-Canadian right now because you should have included that. <laughs> I only had four picks, we've, Logan. We've, yeah, we forgot to talk about Canadian Vampire. I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> right. Oh, that's okay. We're all good with that one. So um, I am so woefully behind on TV. It's like my my stack of shame of comic books. I can't even comment on it. However, listening to this, I cannot wait to watch She-Hulk. Much like you guys, my wife loves it. She knows nothing about She-Hulk. Yeah. I think it's us nerds that we ruin it for ourselves because yes. we need it to be absolutely everything instead of what it was. It was just fun. Yeah. And that's all it was, mm-hmm. and that's all I think it needed to be was fun. Right. The, the biggest complaints that I heard, and I'm not even going to go into, you know, the, the serious troll shit, but the biggest complaints I heard was like, well, but it's not doing the thing that I want it to do. Like, that's not a valid complaint. You, If you <laughs> wanted to do that thing, great. Go write the show, you know, and then you can do whatever you want with it. But otherwise, Abs- <laughs> like, yeah. like this is just supposed to make fun of you specifically. That person that's like, but it's not doing all the stuff. They're making fun of you, <laughs> you know? Absolutely. Yeah. You know what? And I agree. We needed a breath of fresh air. We needed yeah. a little bit of break from series. Same with I did watch Werewolf by Night and loved it. Oh, it um, I, I think I've decided black and white is too underrated because that was just 
perfect for yeah. that show. Yeah, I loved it, was it. Really fitting. Yeah, loved I did it, like how it, it. I did like how it kind of like bled into color at the end. That was nice. Yes, I right? still want to know what that means. Like, why did it doesn't we do it mean that way? anything? It why, means something. Wh- I mean, you don't do it for no reason. It doesn't make sense to just do it to do it. Matt, Matt, because you're turning horror. into those nerds again. No, yeah, don't it's, look for it's a, me- like, it's a visual not. metaphor, Matt. It doesn't mean anything. It's a, and what it means is the horror is over. We did it. I we get come it. Out, yeah. But why? That's all it's it is. It's time. just a it's morning metaphor. coffee time. Yep. Maybe that is. Maybe that's what it is. But that would mean something. It is what it is. I'm telling you that's what it is. It doesn't mean anything else than that. What I'm saying is that would still mean something, Joe. But that, but that's all it means. That's all it means. Fine. Is that it's a visual <laughs> that's metaphor. That's the case, but that would still mean something. So it's like oh, I thought it was oh, a choice, man. and I really it's liked like it. The, it's like uh, it's like the little it's like the little girl's pink jacket in Schindler's List, Matt. It's just a visual cue for you to keep your eye on. Exactly. I don't even know. You're so, talking I'm sorry. About. Don't don't support me in the <laughs> yeah, like, analogy, yeah. Logan. I have but no thank idea you. what you're talking about. I appreciate about. <laughs> yeah. I appreciate your instinct to defend me. But yes, I, uh, I, I've never watched Schindler's List. Just so you know, I'm I'm woefully behind in you know movies from thirty that, years that is, ago. That Fair is enough. Mine. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah. Um. So I did want to. Uh, I guess talk about two things. One, I'm not a horror guy, so my horror is going to be as stupid light as possible. Lost Boys, I still loved it. Love it just it. can't be good no, fun. There's no reason to defend Lost Boys. That movie kicks Lost ass. Lost Boys is good. No, Lost Boys is good That movie, movie is, is like a goth classic, okay? <laughs> that movie is amazing. I love that film. Great soundtrack, go, too. Just say Stranger Things, that's kind of the modern, sure. kind of ongoing. Yeah. Or I, My wife is scared shitless every time that comes on there. Sure. And I just think it's good, suspenseful, fun great acting absolutely anything um, set you know, in it, the it, 80s if i were to make if i could make a horror recommendation that's kind of horror light it's more of a thriller um uh i recently watched um the belco experiment which is a movie that came out in 2016 i think and um it was it's a the, it is about basically this um group of office drones that work for a company in South America, or I, I don't remember exactly what country. I don't know if they're in Mexico or a different country in South America. But um, so they work out of the United States for this like conglomerate, the Belco Corporation. And they're at work and they show up to work one day and all of a sudden, like all their normal security has been replaced by like guards armed to the teeth with like we're talking machine guns and all of the... Um, all of the local employees, the people local to that country, got sent home, uh, turned away at the door. <laughs> and so everyone's at work going, what's going on? What is happening here? And then all of a sudden, these huge shutters clamp down. They're all locked in the building. And this voice comes over to the loudspeaker that says, may I have your attention, please? In 30 minutes, uh, oh, there are 68 of you in the building. In 30 minutes, two of you need to be dead. And that's it. And then, and then the voice and like then the, like the voice keeps checking in with them over time. And it's just like this violent descent as these people realize that what's going on is real. It's not a joke. And uh, like this, co- the, the company is like performing some sort of psychological experiment on them. Uh, it's a great movie. Uh, I had a ton of fun with it. it. It was written by James Gunn. 
um, yeah. which is why it was on my radar. It's the good. Belko experiment. It's a so fun. it's a fun it's a fun horror movie it, for people that get, aren't necessarily into horror movies. It does get kind of kind of torture porn a little bit here and there. There's some. I mean, yeah. it's violent. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he's James Gunn. You yeah. know what James Gunn made before he joined Marvel? But it's a good time. Oh, like he made trauma movies. Yeah, so. it's a good time. I dug it's, it. It's a little. It's kind of gory. It's violent, but yeah, I liked it a lot. So there you the go, Belko Logan. Experiment. What do you, I mean, like, yeah. let us know what you think. Get on and get on here. Go watch it. Get on here and be like, Joe, you're disgusting. I never want to talk to you again. That movie was so horrifying. <laughs> you know, whatever, you know, <laughs> Logan, good well, to talk to you, man. My reaction. You got anything else for us? It certainly wasn't very scary. I'll give you. <laughs> my last thing is just question of the week. Uh, what I will not accept. Um, I'm sorry. Uh, I will not accept anything that uh, my, or uh, Michael Bendis puts about the Legion of Superheroes. That last <laughs> series was the shit. Um, the the versus JLA was the shit. Yeah. Um, ben, Bendis uh, uh, is uh, dead to me now. It wasn't the shit. It was just shit. Yeah, it was shitty. Oh. Uh, like, yeah. Yeah. Well, saying, it was, <laughs> saying it was the shit, I think, is a compliment. Oh. No, no, no. But yeah, I, th- okay. I, don't, I think he did you a huge favor here, though, Logan, because I don't think anybody worked harder to make that series more forgetful than Brian Michael Bendis. And we can just <laughs> gently let it go, you know, fade into the neither realm. Or like I, Logan, I, I am, like, you'll be hard-pressed to find a bigger Legion of Superheroes fan in this particular group of weirdos than me. And um, I, I tried so hard to make myself love his Legion, uh, and it was just a whole lot of nothing. And I cannot think of a bigger waste of my time in recent memory than that six issue Legion of Superheroes meets the Justice League. Yeah, it was it wasn't even terrible. It was boring and it and meaningless. Yeah, it read like even his, exercise. It read like BMB had already packed up his office and they and he like yeah. left the notes for <laughs> issues f- three, four, five and six. And was like, there you go. Oh. <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> The, the whole run of his like if you ask me what was his run about i can't remember other than yeah. ruining something i love yeah which um and you know it's like, I, 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 and, I, and, and I don't even and i don't even like you want to change the race of some characters i'm totally fine with that make lightning lad and lightning last black great i'm in i'm into it there are some things that he did to some of those characters where he made them like unrecognizably alien and it's just like you've kind of removed some of the charm from the Legion by like you've made that you've made this you've made this character like unknowable, unknowable, unrelatable. And and that was my problem with a lot of the things that he tried to shoehorn into the Legion. Like he the, like the, I, good, the good news is we have I saw there was an announcement. There's a Legion movie that's coming out or animated movie, oh. which I think harkens back to the legion that i kind of like maybe i, I don't that's know true. yeah we'll see I, I just hope it's not i know that it is I, I know that it's in the works but i also know that he's involved no but, no no um but we'll see we'll see like it may, we might get a more traditional take on the legion yeah. like on screen hopefully. logan it is always good to hear from you brother Thanks, guys. You have a good Bye, one. Buddy. I will say this. I am not a huge Legion guy. We all know that. But I will say I can't think of a fan base that has to work harder to love the thing that they love. Than Isn't the Legion that the truth? Base. It's the truth. Like, ain't that the friggin' like, truth? If you want to be a Legion fan, it's work. 
It is flat out work. And it's not like you're a Star Wars fan where you're mad about everything happening. You're just like, why is she doing this? Why? <laughs> yeah. It's ridiculous. Yeah, that's accurate. Harv, get in here. What do you got for us? Hello. Hey, how are we doing, Harvey? Hello. How's it going? Good. So Hulkling didn't show up, Harvey. I'm sorry. Oh, who? I, I I don't even know who Hulkling is. Oh, didn't you have that? Wasn't that your theory that that uh, Hulk was going to? Yeah. Oh, I thought that was you. I couldn't remember who it was. No, okay. I, don't, I don't even know who Hulkling is. And I hate Scar. I really hated that Scar. <laughs> and, I think it's a joke. I think it's a joke. I I hope so. I don't know. Um, but, you know, I, I got a whole reason why, but I'll go into that into the discord. Fair enough. Fair enough. Well, uh, the only way I'd accept this this thing is if he's like somehow genetically made. <laughs> yes. Uh, sorry, I just thought of a, somebody on Twitter shared a um, a very inappropriate gif of of the Hulk rolling up on Sakar and and meeting Scar's mom. Oh. And I will not repeat it because it's gross. Um, <laughs> okay. But it just, it made me laugh. But like, yes, the suddenness with us where it's just like, congratulations, you have a teenage son. Yes. Like, well, okay. And even given time works different here on Sakar. Well, and and, that, Scar, that, that and Scar's that whole deal was that he was actually a little kid that, uh, that got bigger yeah like yeah it was like a captain was marvel artificially type thing like his physicality was artificially older than he was yeah. kind of like a captain marvel uh, yeah. billy batson situation so like well, he was he, he wasn't a whole kid for a problem but yeah i mean scars scars got a whole litany of problems and so i think I this do is kinda, a joke. i do kind of hope that it was just I, a joke i think it's a joke only i don't yeah. think you see this again like a, also, I want to touch on something real quick that JD said. Okay, will, real, real quick before we move on from Scar, uh, Harvey, I did see another thing on uh, Twitter about Scar that was much funnier and less inappropriate, and it was uh, a sc that screenshot of the Hulk at the picnic, and he says, "Hey, everybody, this is my this is my son," but they photoshopped out the last couple letters of his name, and so it yeah. says, "This is my son, Scar," and he's. <laughs> And they photoshopped one of those shitty black checkered fedoras onto his head. And I, like, I laughed and laughed. This is my son, Scott. All right. Harvey, what do you got? Matt, Matt probably knows uh, uh, Jimmy Scoffa, right? Uh, yeah, I grew up with those guys. So they're old yeah. friends of mine. Yeah. All right. Um, uh, the Agatha show has changed its name to Coven of Chaos. Yep. Oh, interesting. Yes. Which also still sounds to me like... They could do a lot of vignette things, but I do think they're probably going to tell a pretty straightforward Agatha through time doing witchy stuff with, you know, like the 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 dark hold and all this and sort of connecting Marvel magic universe because we're building something here. They had a huge hit with Werewolf by Night. They know what they're doing. They had a much more interesting story with Agatha than we got in the end of WandaVision. So maybe they can redeem some of that. I do think the Agatha show could be very interesting. I, yeah. I look, and we, I also, we also know that needs uh, a million, Dottie's going to be on it. Yeah. Needs a million sorry, weird Say guess that those. again? Dottie, the blonde lady who was, uh, she was on Buffy. Oh, uh, yes. Um, yeah, where something weird was going on with her in WandaVision. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah there um, was like, uh, uh, she was Anya on Buffy. Yes. Um, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. 
a tragic character, Anya. <laughs> she went through so much. <laughs> she was scared of bunnies, which I thought was adorable. Hey, I don't, Matt. Yeah. Hellraiser. Yeah. It, they failed. They they just failed. It, it was not good. It it here's the thing. And I don't care about the gender swap. Make Pinhead a woman. Fine. I don't yeah. care. She mm-hmm. looked the pictures we saw looked I'm terrifying. Sorry, man. I believe you're you have to call her a female if you're gonna talk about the gender swap. <laughs> Fine. But when she when she shows up, she's wearing all white. One of the scariest things about the Cenobites is they were wrapped in black SM leather and they looked terrifying. Yeah. Now scary. when you put them in all white, even if their skin is cut up, even if they got cre- you know, creepy shit going on, I and I know they're going for like this hell priest hell angel type thing but guess what that that's not what the cenobites did they were slaves they were slaves to leviathan that were sent to the world to retrieve people that escaped from hell anything like that happen in this movie i hate hellblazers did anything like that that happen in this movie is that what this is supposed to be about (laughs) that's yeah like this was i don't know what was going you had a guy with like a weird clockwork gold grind monkey grinder thing in his chest and like he was rich and he wanted to bring the cenobites back to be like hey you guys screwed me on this thing what did you think was gonna happen <laughs> you know, like, yeah. Like, if, and say what you want. At the end, he gets to become a Cenobite. Yeah. Like, what? What are we doing here? I like. Th- say what you will about the first one. It's silly, and like, it. Clive Barker. Clive Barker wrote it and directed it, and it's it aims for the scot for the skies. I'll say that doesn't quite hit, but I love it. I love the story behind it. I love the way they look and shit like that. But it had I rules. The first one was boring. Very boring. There were rules to it though, and that's what made I, Pinhead scary. I, I, He's Harvey, a guy with, with a you, job. Buddy. You know, I think that Hellraiser is the most is one of the most overrated horror franchises. The, ever, the franchise, ever. yes, but that first Clive Barker movie, I adore. I love the imagery. I love the way that they looked. The, the only thing Hellraiser has going for it is the way is the is the look of the Cenobites. No, that's it. I and, totally. And, there's and way more. The story is dumb, boring. They garbage. were bad. The the the. I mean, it was very, sometimes they looked like they were spirit Halloween costumes. Yeah. And like, Um, and here's the other thing. It's like, (laughs) like I said, make Pinhead a female. She can't be five foot two inches tall. Don't actually say female, Matt. Oh my God. I was kidding. She can't be five two, you know, like (laughs) she's got to be tall and imposing and scary. You know, like when you have a a little woman with nails in her head, you'd be like, what is that kid doing over there? It's like, if I put nails in my head and showed up your house, you'd be like, Matt, why, what are you doing? (laughs) Uh, so John John points out in the chat that um, the person responsible for, or at least in part responsible for the new Hellraiser is David Goyer, yep. king of shit mountain yeah. when it comes to Hollywood. Well, David Goyer is that guy you bring in where like people still think he's a name and they're like, well, we need uh, somebody to write this thing that people vaguely recognize, but we want like sort of star power writing behind it. Like, oh, David Goyer, he's the king of that, right? Yeah, all the kids love David Goyer. No, we don't. No, we do not. He makes no, David bad Goyer movies. Is, <laughs> David Goyer, uh, David Goyer co-wrote, uh, look, I'm going to, I'm going to lay some harsh <laughs> truth. I'm going to lay some harsh truths on some people here. All right. David Goyer co-wrote three, uh, Batman movies that are some of the most pro fascist, uh, police state, uh, superhero movies ever created because Batman like w- illegally wiretaps an entire city. Um, yeah, but Batman yeah, would do it's that. like, 
No, no, no. No. <laughs> I can see him doing that. <laughs> yeah, and no, it's it's bad. It's bad. And, and, and he had uh, a he had a what's his name destroyed afterwards. He was done. You know, come on. That's and what, that's what, also, that's what the uh, government would do. Like, if you want to make if you want to make him guilty of something, let's make him guilty of Blade Trinity because that movie was a piece of crap. He also he right. also wrote <laughs> he soundtrack. Also soundtrack was great. The, <laughs> he also co-wrote the story where Superman murders General Zod. Yeah. At the end of the movie, because he he literally can't think of any other way to stop him. Yeah, Goyer needs to go and, away. I'm done with him. Uh, yeah, he, no. I mean, but, he's but, responsible okay. for a lot of terrible stuff. In the start of this movie, right when they when they first find the box, right. whatever you want to call it, I don't know if that has a name or not. The box, the, puzzle the box. lament configuration. Yeah. No, the lament okay. configuration is a form of the puzzle box. Yes. Okay. Oh, then it's just called so, the puzzle box. Um, they find a, a big warehouse they get inside the warehouse right. there's a big uh just a freight cart thing in there mm-hmm. they break into that thing there's a safe in there how do you break into a safe <laughs> well you just knock the little twisty thing off yeah. right yeah you sure just knock it off with a sledgehammer give it a good smack it, right? <laughs> oh yeah the, the the spinny the spinny wheel yeah, thing yeah, yeah a good smack. Know, that's how you crack a safe you yeah just it off with a sledgehammer the, yeah what well, are we talking like the like the comical like bank safe where it's like um it yes. looks kind of like it's a got pirate a little, ship wheel. Yeah, it's got a little crank thing. Or just or just like literally the wheel with the numbers on it. Yeah. Yeah, it was just a little spinny one, you know, yeah. just the, yeah. the normal size. Hit it with a hammer, it comes off, and then there's uh, you know, the hell box. You can just there. open it right up. Sure. Yeah. That's how it goes. <sighs> yeah. No problem. Yeah. Hated it. I hated it. And it, it bums me out because like I feel like they did such a great job with this last Predator movie, breathing new life into that and doing it, showing like we can do this on Hulu. Look, this this doesn't have to go to major movie screens. We can make fun movies that are stream just for you. And like, I went, oh, cool. They're doing Hellraiser. Oh, cool. Another Halloween. Great. You know what else sucked? Halloween. Halloween, Halloween ends kills. was terrible. It Halloween was kills terrible. was awful. And Halloween uh, ends was even worse. <laughs> oh, Halloween ends. Yeah, sorry. God, Halloween ends was terrible. Just sucked. Um, <laughs> I, like, uh, spoilers for Halloween ends. Uh, here's what here is what is uh, the scariest thing about Michael Myers. He is just a dude. He is a normal dude who has snapped completely, detached I mean, from huge. all morality. He's a big guy. He's like a normal dude, well, but he's I understand, also but like, pro he, But he's a you know? human man. Yeah. He like like what's scary? Like you want to make Jason like a, a a shambling zombie man that goes to hell and comes back and turns into a robot in space? Fine, fine. That's Jason. Yeah, that's Jason. Whatever. Michael Myers is just a man. Yes, he's a big man. Yes, he's a tough man. Yeah. Yes, he's strong. But I swear to God, these last two movies have stopped just short of literally saying out loud, uh, maybe Michael Myers is a disease. Well, yes. I mean, they're, that they're, you can pass from person to person. They're sort of trying to predict. God, it's so bad. So and it gives you teleportation. The original, to, the original Halloween this, movies. I love them. They're, love them. They're trying One, to two, put all this like metaphysical, three. metaphorical stuff on there. Right. I even love Halloween three. Right. Which was it's season a, of the witch. So great. It's a terrible movie. It's so fucking great. But anyway, <laughs> like, after that, after Halloween three bombed, they went. Well, we need to go back to Halloween. Right. And they're like, okay, well, so let's bring Michael back and everything. But the producers were like, yeah, but it can't just be a dude stabbing people. There's got, there's a satanic cult and there's a prophecy. But and that's he's all, that, that all went away. No, that, like, here's, they let me go here. That. Let me go here. Yeah, okay. He's psychically connected to a little girl and all this stuff, you know, and, and Paul Rudd gets his like Hollywood debut in this movie and it's going to be great. You know, <laughs> like, <laughs> and it is the worst shit you've ever seen. And then they went, all right, back it all up. Sorry. 
Let's go yes. back to basics. Here's the new Halloween. And it was fun. It was fun. Was it perfect? No, but it was a lot of fun and they did it right. And I then think we went, they even retconned out the revelation that Laurie Strode was his sister. That All that was gone. All that was gone. So, yeah. So we got away from it. All right. Now it's just Michael killing people. Next movie. Michael's an unstoppable killing machine that might be from hell. This movie, Michael's an unstoppable killing machine that's also a metaphor for violence and, and gun violence and trolls like, on the internet and the hate inside. The Vulcan, like, he like he does a, he does an almost like Vulcan mind meld with the other kid. Yeah, and also yeah, Michael has and then he does it with Lori at psychological the end and, powers and then, suddenly. Like, so they set out and then they set up this idea like. Oh, if it wasn't for the granddaughter, if the oh, granddaughter hadn't God. shown up to break the cycle, then Lori would have been the next Michael. It's so, God, and it's so like bad. That is, the, that is so And you know terrible. what I don't need? There was never a time in any of these Hellraiser movies where I went, God, I sure wish Michael Myers had a tag team partner. That would be neat, you know? So, <laughs> God, I hated it. I just hated it. You got to visit. Harv, it's good to talk to you. We'll talk soon. Hey, guys. All right. Hey, oh, real I quick. John Verdick wanted to... Uh, yeah. Oh, sorry. Uh, we lost Harv. I'm going to let Brian in here. Talk to him for a minute because apparently I have an emergency. I'll be right back. Brian. Hey, guys. What's up, Brian? Hey. Um, I don't know how much uh, She-Hulk talk you guys have done. Um, Never enough. Oh. Um, yeah, I, I think it's enough for me. Um, I think I'm, uh, I think I'm, I'd be done with, you know, oh, wow. I, I did, <laughs> I, I did not like that finale at all. Um, the really? cool seventies intro I thought was a blast. I thought that was really fun. Um, but, uh, there's something about that kind of, you know, record scratch weight. How do we end up here kind of thing that you have to earn? And I don't think the series earned it at all. So um okay fair it was kind of yeah you know? we already we already said our piece so we're not gonna argue yeah. with you but, uh, like i mean that, like it's it's totally valid like i will accept any i will accept any fair criticism because i know that from this group it's not going to be about the females you right, know right so yeah this, like, this is if not misogyny it's a, if, it's an, yeah. if it's an unearned you know the whole like uh, the 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 Jewish super meta yeah the Jewish cabal that made the movie to try and like turn our kids yeah. into lesbian LGBTQ you know, like, mm -hmm. yeah but no like, if, yeah. if, if you're saying it was unearned then like hey that's a fair thing that's a totally fair opinion to hold sure um like and I think that that is inherent in uh, that is a, a problem inherent in a lot of these Marvel shows where it's just like you've got this much time to make your point. Right. Moon Knight had six episodes, which me meant it was just a normal, it, 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 like for all the twists and turns about the identities, it was just a normal ass superhero mercenary show. Uh, Ms. Marvel, basically the same, right? They, 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 they were just action shows with very little to say. Yeah. Uh, or at least little to say beyond like the basic, like, Muslims are good people, you know, you know, Muslims, Muslims deserve love too. The think, partition is bad. I think Hawkeye is a better example of that. Hawkeye, Hawkeye is a good example. A lot of fun uh, and really good. And then the last three or four episodes are just like, but Hawkeye just, also had nothing to say, right? <laughs> it had there was nothing no, to say. There was no larger lesson to be learned from But Hawkeye. it also rolled into this whole like, oh, and you know, the Kingpin and it's going to push uh, Echo Show and all this stuff like yeah. that it just didn't and need Black to do. Yeah. They could have yes. just focused on well, the Hawkeye story and it would have been great and we're done. And, uh, and but like She-Hulk had nine episodes and she broke the fourth wall here and there. 
but not in any kind of major way that would have led us to believe that like, oh, she literally like she metaphorically like in the pages of John Byrne's Sensational She-Hulk, which ran for 60 issues. Um, I saw her on more than one occasion literally tear up the page that she was standing in <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and have, and force the artist to redraw it or right. move on to the next scene. And like the show didn't really lead us to believe that that was something that was possible. Well, so that like, I have no, compl- like I don't have a complaint about that aspect. Cause I think knowing that, cause someone had a online, they had the, uh, I think it was her like bursting through one page and then it's her like walking across those like, back issue ads, you know, yeah, bunch of dialogue, yeah, yeah. Blah, 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 and then busting through another one. Like that is canon and I'm totally fine with that. But the, like, there's so many factors for the actual, like mechanics of the storytelling that they, they skip them. Like, it's not like, Oh, this is really clever because look at the smart thing. The writers did. They really just like, did a bunch of kind of random stuff. And then when she shows up and she sees the robot and she's doing all those things, like she has some valid concern. Cause when she's standing there and she's like, why is he here? And what is this? And like, how is this all working? Like I'm with her, but then they don't even really fix anything. Like the nothing, you know, like her, her going and saying, no, 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 we're not doing this. You have to redo this. And they're like, yeah, Oh, you're totally right. We can, we can do that. They don't actually like, there's no reverse like they don't undo anything. They no, just, just like, skip to the end. Yeah. You know I, hear, what I mean, which is, I hear you there, but, but, and even when they skip to the end, they didn't change anything. So like, it's, it's really like, yeah, no, that's what I mean. Is that like, when all was said and done for all the talk about like not wanting to do things the same way, it still ends as though, like it's the stupid plot where Todd that guy is, is obviously the bad guy. Yeah. yeah Todd is defeated. <laughs> Email goes back to jail. Like, like all the things like you can assume that they all happened. We just didn't see them. Right. And, and the, and like, and that's what I mean about like, that could have had that same ending could have happened without all the fourth wall stuff. I you suppose, know? Like, but I, I don't think it, I, and I agree that they could, I don't think it would have been as, as fun. And I had fun, I, well, you know, well, like, see, but that's the thing I, I would, I personally did not find it fun. <laughs> like, okay. that's the thing. It's yeah, like, I, you know, I don't I, think they, they, they didn't earn, like, there's no, there's, there's no, like, they just, they're like, well, I guess, I guess she's right. Skip to the end. It's like, yeah, but, but that means that you did like nothing happened. Like this, this is all like stuff just kind of occurring and nothing is, but nothing's happening. And and when you look at kind of some of the, the mechanics, like, that like Josh was like a major part of like two episodes and he's not even in the finale. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that's like, true. That's, but that's a real problem. Like he, he shouldn't like from a storytelling point of view, like, and they're like, Oh, remember him? And it's like, God, I hope everyone does. Like, you know, like there's just, there's so many things and like shoving the, like it's, it's all like, it's like hand waving, like care bear stare, rainbow hand wave. And then it's just, <laughs> yeah. like, boy, you know what? I, Boy, I really told don't them. You, it's like, don't you take the Care Bear like, Stairs name in vain? It, don't you come on my like, show? Like, because like, I agree with, with her, Care Bear Stairs. But when you, <laughs> but when you get to the end of it, like it, her, her it's it still ignores her point. Like her her main complaint is that this story doesn't make any sense. Because why is there the, another all, help? The, all the things that she was trying to avoid still happened. They all still happen because and we see them. Yeah. We see the aftermath of the thing. Right. It, like, it, like I now, like I, I hadn't thought of it in that way. It's like for all of the all of the stuff, like 
uh, in multiple instances throughout the episode, she's like, is this what we're doing? Is this the kind of show you guys want this to be? Right. I didn't think this right. was the kind of show this was. And then it ended up still being that kind of show. It's exactly the same show. Sure. We just didn't actually see her punch Todd out. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? That's fair. And that and that's what I mean. Like, it's not, it's like, it, it's, it's, it, and it's a similar issue I have with like, with Tom King, where it's like the, you know, like the, 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 uh, the war of jokes and riddles where it was like, Oh, uh, you've got this guy who's got jokes and this guy's got riddles. Uh, and Oh man, you sit back. Yeah. And it's like, there's not one joke or one riddle in that entire story. <laughs> entire story. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, but it's like, yeah. it's an awesome story title, but he didn't do the work. Like right. he didn't do it. And so in this show, like they literally have the, the writers it's a, it's in a the lazy, room. Yeah. It's a lazy, it's super lazy. And that's they, the thing. That's what made, I, they paid lip service to it, but they didn't actually do it. They're like, oh, and it's the writers being like, look at us. We know we sure. didn't pay service to it. And they're like, oh, and it's all done. It's like, you still didn't do it. It's you like you, still, they didn't. It's yeah. like they wanted to acknowledge that they didn't want to do that kind of show. But then but they didn't have did time it. to do the kind of show that they wanted to do. Maybe. Well, I mean, I mean it's hard to know. the kind of ending that they wanted to do. And so in one of the things is that originally that first episode was supposed to be the final episode, you know, like the drinking and the. The, oh the, yeah, the the whole. So it's like when you when you think about the whole thing, it's like what the show's kind of a mess. Like there's great, there's so much great potential. Yeah, like, I don't disagree. So I don't disagree. It's kind of a mess, but just, I, I, I like liked what? the mess. I guess I had a I had a good time with the mess personally. I don't know. I mean, I I like, but I mean, there and there's some things where it's like I mean, we've read thousands of comics where it's like that book was sloppy, but yeah. you can see the writer and the artist are like making it work right in a fun way but like it, you know there was lazy storytelling and they and the idea that like oh well this is what they had they could have done 10 episodes if they wanted what it, they they're yeah. disney they they're they not, absolutely there's could. no this is not cbs where you got to do you know what we need 25 minutes to tell this episode we only have 22 what do we do Right. You know, like no, it's no. literally There's, the amount of, you, that is true. They, they can do whatever to, they want. It's if, streaming. <laughs> so. If they needed to do a 50 minute finale, they could have done it. True. Like, there's no hard out of like, well, you got to do this. And so I don't know. That kind of soured me of like, are we going to see more of this? Like, I don't want more of that. I want more of when she says, this is the kind of show you want. It's not the kind of show I want. Like, fair, I, I like fair the, enough. You know, and then, and, and, you know, it's like they waved it in front of me and then they were, sure. you know, they, they, they showed me what I don't want. Well, we talked um, a lot of She-Hulk today, so let's, let's keep moving. What else we got? What yeah. else we got? So the, um, so I did, I read a really, really great graphic novel, um, this weekend called, um, it's called Callie. Um, it was I saw from this. Dark Horse. Yes. I saw this. It, it was a bunch of people were freaking kinda, out about it. It kind of looks like other stuff. Like it looks like something you've seen a million times before, but it was, I was really, really impressed with. The, like the liter, like the entire package and I read it digitally. So I don't know how the actual, you know, the printing came out, but from that point of view, but the um, it's by Daniel Friedman, the writer yeah. um, who was a co-writer and colorist. Uh, he worked with Tom Cocker a lot. There was some undying love, some vampire book they did. And um, so he's the writer and oh, Robert yeah, uh, Samalin is that. the illustrator and he does the, uh, you know, all the line work and the coloring. The art and, is very uh, good. The art, very like, good. it's, it's like immaculate yeah. and it's like the, uh, it's, so it's sort of a, it's a revenge story sort of in that Mad Max kind of thing. And they say that in like, you know, the, uh, the newer, the newest Mad Max movie in that, like she's on her own 
and she's been betrayed and she's out for revenge and she's awesome. And so it's just her, um, she's got like, she spends the first half, like a quarter of the book with a literal knife in her back. Um, and she's fighting off these kind of, they're kind of fascist Nazi kind of bad guys. And they don't really tell you it's the future. The world is kind of weird. There's something about the machine and we either have to agree or not. And like, they don't bog you down with that like world. It's really just her drive to get revenge on the people that betrayed her. And, um, it's awesome. Like it moves so fast and the action is, is huge. It looks amazing. There's like the, like the, like the machines look, there's like trains and motorcycles and like tanks and, the line work is like immaculate and the coloring is great. And the lettering uh, by Michael David Thomas is like, it reminded me of like the uh, Clem Robbins, like Hellboy. Like there's, he mm. does these really simple things that just work so effectively. Like the, the, the line weight of the the lettering and there's things where like the art inter- interacts with the lettering. Um, like at one point there's like a missile that shot and it says like coom or something. And the Mitchell <laughs> shoots through one of the O's and it's just like, it's that sort of thing where you see it and it's like, it's not bang, bang, boom, boom. It's like these really cool. It, it's, it's just like, it looks like it's the kind of thing where it looks like one genius did this yeah. and said it was three geniuses working at the highest level. And it's all, it's about 170 pages I'm trying to think um, who it was on Twitter that was freaking out about this because I didn't I didn't even know this was a thing and I want to say it was uh, I think it was Chris Somney I think was tweeting about it like pick this Maybe. up holy shit this is great and I, that's how it made my radar but I definitely need to check this out I, I dropped yeah, a link to it in the chat as well it looks incredible it's really yeah, yeah I, it, it, I, I it, love Dark Horse puts out a lot of like great just little standalone things you know little graphics they've novels. got a, there's another one called Wiper coming out soon. Um, yeah. And, and that's like the first place that I go in the previews is what, what are their graphic novels? Like what, what's coming out? Mm-hmm. Cause it's usually by people you've never heard of and you look at the art and you're like, how have I never heard of this person? Like they are amazing. And Wiper then the stories of John Harris Dunning. I know that name. Why do I know that name? John Harris know that Dunning. I not know who John Harris Dunning is cause I've never heard that I name know. before. I know that name. I just dropped that. Yeah, it looks really cool too. To I think that's well. out in a couple either next week or it's in a few weeks. And, and, and Kelly got what was part of that whole uh, supply chain delay. Like it was delayed mm. for months because of printing stuff. So it, it was uh, like, I didn't realize it just came out a couple weeks ago. Um, but so I finally got my hands on it and it's, it's um, clearly I'm raving about it. It's great. And I could not wait to talk about it because it's really fun when there's a new thing, you know, there's three new creators I can hang on to. And, uh, and look for more of the work a good feeling and to be introduced to new totally new talent we will check it out um, i'm gonna check both of these out and, uh, that's excellent the uh, answer of the week real quick uh one thing that i accept because it was the way it was in the past and you know time changes and things should get updated and as far as i know it's still in continuity and i can't believe they haven't taken it out is the superman mullet at the wedding i mean come on <laughs> <laughs> it's it's i no, saw no, no. Some he rig- got his haircut before the wedding I'm, no, he didn't. He got his haircut in the wedding issue. Is it in the wedding issue? In in Superman, the wedding album, he gets his haircut because he doesn't have his powers. His powers have his powers have gone out as a result of the final night. And so his invulnerable hair, uh, he's able to get his haircut. His hair is, is invulnerable. Oh, yeah. He, he has to yeah. shave with his heat vision. Oh, that's right. Break. I forgot. Yeah, because there, there, there's there's a wedding special where he it must have been right before the actual wedding issue a wedding special and it was like uh 
Stuart Immonen and the, you know, the artwork is that nineties Immonen, which is yeah. kind of weird, but like oddly beautiful and soft in that way he was doing. Like he does and have like, the super mullet for like 75% of Superman, the wedding album. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it's his haircut far. before the ceremony. Yeah. We reviewed Thank it God. on the I show mean, when we did oops. wedding issues and uh, it was, <sighs> it was well, something. Joe liked it a lot more than I did. <laughs> it's, I it's a great, oh, issue. I mean, it's a great that, wedding that, special. The, the, it took me a long time to realize that like, Dan Jurgens is okay sometimes because I read so many things where yeah. I'm like he's could not be a, he's like one of the most ham-fisted writers. I thought I hated read, Dan Jurgens. I thought I hated him yeah. forever, and then Joe actually put some some Dan Jurgens stuff in front of me, and I went, "Okay, all right, I get it. This is this is fun." When I like yeah, this I, Dan Jurgens, you know. I read that the uh, first issue of the original Booster Gold series, and like thought it was timeless <laughs> and great, and I said, "Oh, okay." there's something going on with this guy. Like, yeah. I don't understand the, the, you know, the Spider-Man grind and the Superman grind. And maybe that's what it was. Maybe it's, you're drawing a book and writing two every month. That like, could be. Maybe yeah. it's not your best work. But I, like, did Booster not, was, I did not give a shit about his Spider-Man. God, I did not care. Mm. Not at all. It was, it, <laughs> it was a bad time. It's, it's, it was, what was that? Sensational Spider-Man? Yeah, it I think it was Sensational Spider-Man, Dan Jurgens, right? Well, cause it was created as a, as a, uh, it was like the first new Spider-Man book since web of Spider-Man sensational and Spider-Man. It, it featured Ben Riley as Spider-Man. That was the, big yeah, thing. it was right in Ben's that spider clone man book. Yeah. And there's, you know, Howard Mackey is around and like, Dick, yeah. I think John Byrne was doing a book. Like it's just not the best. No, it's not a great era. Um, yeah. I think it's still Tom DeFalco and Mark Bagley on amazing. And then sensational Spider-Man is Dan Jurgens. Spectacular Spider-Man. I don't remember who was doing Spectacular Spider-Man. Was was, did, was that when Peter Pike Parker Spider-Man was that Byrne? Was that at that time, or was that a little later? Oh, Peter Parker. Uh, so John Burns, John Byrne taking over the books uh, came later. That was when they did Spider-Man Chapter One, and they did a wholesale relaunch of the Spider-Man titles. Yeah. So Jeez. we got a brand new Amazing Spider-Man Number One. Um, by John Byrne. And it was, I remember, <laughs> I remember being so mad at two things uh, specifically about Spider-Man chapter one. The first, perhaps unreasonable of me to be upset about is that that timeless scene from amazing fantasy 15, where uncle Ben and aunt may give Peter the microscope for his birthday. And it's like, oh, yeah, he's a scientist, of course. And in Spider-Man Chapter One, they give him a personal computer. Ooh. <laughs> All right. Look, here's a I 90 pounds it. uh, PC. Right. It's the, ni- it's the 90s. Yeah. Here's your Apple II. Um, you know, <laughs> but I, I, and I'm not saying that like Aunt May and Uncle Ben couldn't have scrimped and saved, even though they were poor, to get a PC, a cheap PC. Um, but people still use microscopes, especially scientists. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, literally everything, yeah. But yeah. then the second thing was um, in an effort to explain why they had the same hairstyle. Joe, keep going. Style. Brian, we got to finish up here. So the fact I that Good to talk Norman, to Osborne and Norman Osborne and the Sandman were second cousins. What? <laughs> they were distant Oh, because cousins. of their hair. Because they both had the because hair. They, they both had the hair. They have yeah, the, 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 the horizontal cornrows. The, 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 sideway, <laughs> yeah. the sideways wavy hair. Yeah. Yes. yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> I forgot about that. And that's, that's a John good one Byrne for you. That's John that Byrne. would be a great one to ignore. That could be some comic lore that you Celebrated comic book ignore. creator John Byrne. Jimbo, get in here. Close us out. All right. Otherwise, 
we got to get out of here because uh, I got a guy working on windows and it's going to start making some noise. What do you got? Well, I got a uh, question answer of the week. Okay. Uh, making characters faster than light bothers the living hell out of me. Why is that? So, faster than light bothers you? Yeah, faster than light. People moving faster than causality. Okay, listen, guys. We're coming up with a lot of like literal like uh, we're talking about bits of story that you don't like, not things from comics that you don't like bits of story that you choose to ignore. I'm sorry, Joe's yelling at you. You, I'm yelling at you because you guys are like (laughs) you're not following the prompts, you guys. I feel like everybody else is. No, there were a couple people that didn't. Oh, please. Oh, I apologize. They were like, I don't like it when Superman kills people. It's like, I don't like it either, but that's not what we're talking about. Well, I mean, you know, he did kill some people in comics. That's a bad example. I don't like it when Superman kills reinforced by by guidebooks later published by the companies. Like, oh, this character is this fast. Blah, blah, blah. It just bothers me. Anyway. I get it. Matt, okay. doesn't, Matt doesn't like power rankings in the in the handbook. It. He doesn't like it. it. He doesn't like people being scaled on a scale of one to seven. Stupid. Because he can't wrap his head around one meaning none. It's dumb. And why is it ended seven? Why seven? <laughs> it's a scale seven. of one to seven. Like, what do you want it to end at? Oh, infinity? Yeah, I mean, like, oh, let's 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 rank this from a one to a seven. It's a one to a ten. Everybody knows that. A ten is perfect. One is lousy, you know? And a zero? You didn't even show up. Get out of here. <laughs> Okay, now. Hi, hi, Jim. We're glad you're here. Yeah, okay. Primal. Primal, Matt. I finished Primal. It was okay. wonderful. It okay. was wonderful. And you know what? You're never going to see anything like it again because Warner Brothers and Cartoon Network are crushing their cartoon, their in-house yeah, cartoon. That. Yeah, like, so yeah, forget yeah. it. He's going to have to go somewhere else to do his shit now. So, hey. <sighs> It's it's heartbreaking. There's a lot of great stuff that we're gonna miss uh, out. So I mean, and this is all this. I mean, I understand it. It could all just be like rearranging deck chairs on the Titanic or whatever you want to call it. But like Cartoon Network did post something. It's yeah. Like we're not going anywhere, guys. No, like, they're not. The, the sky the sky is not falling. They are not going right, anywhere. You know? They're just not going to um, have their in house the same in house creative. Team. Yeah, like uh, right. like all of the all of the stuff that was on HBO that got canned or strip mined from HBO, and all of the shows that got canceled that were like beloved and and acclaimed. Uh, that were that were still going strong. Like this is all very bad. The problem is they're um, going to be farming it out now. And when you don't have a major studio with money that can take a chance on stuff and say, "We like your idea. We're willing to pay for it." Now these people have to find someone with money and prove to the studios we can do this on their own. And that is going to limit a lot of this stuff. Like Primal, maybe not because that dude, of course, like he's got money. He, he, he probably never has to work again after Dexter's laboratory. Right. But it yeah. still is probably pretty hard for him to come and be like, I got a traditional animation show with no dialogue starring a caveman <laughs> yeah. and a dinosaur. I want to make it, you know? Yeah. And like, try yeah. who's going to green light that now? Yeah. Who's going to do that? Yeah. You know, and some of the best stuff, it comes from the, what sounds like a ridiculous idea. But you trust the artist and these studios trusted artists. And now these studios are going, ah, go figure it out somewhere else. And if we like it, we'll buy it. I mean, if Marvel, right. if Disney was smart, they would be snapping these people up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I, not just for Marvel shows. They, the, but like Gindy Tartakovsky, like put him, 
put him on an animated MCU show like What If? Yeah, like not not right what away. If, but like any show, or give him another animated Star Wars show. That was the best part of the prequels. His animated like Star yeah, Wars yeah. that the, he did. The, the, the original, the original those were Clone amazing. Wars, yeah. Yeah. Yes, yeah. like please. <laughs> it's just. Uh, it's sad. Um, but like all the like the people like over the garden wall and all those people that were doing uh, uh, things that just kind of went away. It's like Disney, you are a behemoth yeah. uh, and an animation juggernaut. Grab them. Get these Please. people now. Grab them. Yeah. yeah. So last few things. Uh, congrats to Jason Tyson. 200 chapters. Whew. I hope he, he a newbie. Come out still a newbie. Though. 200 chapters. Still a newbie. A lot of a lot, he says. Uh, see, uh, in the industry right now, you're never going to see. I don't think you'll ever see something approach 500 chapters. There really, is, it's just too much of a workload. They have too much control now. One Piece will be the last thing. Really? Go. Yeah, he has come out. The author of JJK and even the author of Chainsaw Man both have come out like, "Hey, this is how long the story will probably be." I want both to go as long as they want, but I know they will probably not get to 400 chapters. Wow. Mm. And then one, and then uh, anime is is the bleach quality is like movie quality. If they do it for the whole season, oh my god, Chainsaw Man quality really high as well. So okay, where can we watch Chainsaw Man? Is this on Crunchyroll? Crunchy, yeah, Crunchyroll has Chainsaw Man. Okay, I'm gonna start then, that. I finally finished uh, Doctor Stone and Spy Family, so now I'm gonna now I'll start Chainsaw. Oh Man. yeah, well the second the second half of the second the second half of the first season of Spy Family is starting back up. Oh crap! Well now I gotta continue that then. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, they're doing a lot of breaks, like twelve episodes. Take three months break to make sure everything looks good, and then another twelve episodes. Nice. It's it's, it's better for the artists, and I'm okay with that. Yeah. And no. So what, Take your time. I want it to look yeah. good, please. And so, you know? and so the one thing I want to finish on is Chainsaw Man is at 16 million volume sales. The anime just started. I'm very curious to see how that ticks up. Like Jujutsu Kaisen, when the anime started, it was at eight million, and then it went over 60. I think it's over 80 right now. Yeah. I mean, that's but how they bleach, do it, right? Right. Right. So Bleach. Right now is at 130, 130 million volumes, um, which is interesting because last year it was at 120. So it did 10 million just on the announcement of the anime coming back. See, and it's like the exact opposite thing happens in America where like She-Hulk yeah. gets a TV show and nobody goes out to buy a new She-Hulk comic. They all right. speculate on the yeah. old She-Hulk comics yeah, that, that, <laughs> like, that none so of the so, creators are going to so make backwards. any money on because right. there somebody in a comic shop that marks it up to, oh, it's 700 bucks. Now it's first appearance, uh, man bull and in, in the Hulk, you know, like, there you go. Mm -hmm. 700 bucks and I'll buy it. I'll buy it. I'm something insane. And I'll, I'll put it on eBay for a thousand dollars. Like the creators make no money off of this. Right. <laughs> None. Yeah, so, so, right, so, so I'm very curious on how the, the sales go after these 12 weeks episodes are done. I, I, I would guess it's fairly I, predictable and it's going to be a massive hit. I think chainsaw man is going to be massive. Right. Um, the one one note, uh, Chainsaw Man opening is a bunch of homages to movies like Big Lebowski. That's what I heard. Reservoir Dogs. Yeah. Yeah, Reservoir Dogs, stuff like that, because the author is a uh, Fujimoto is a huge cinephile. Like he talks about it all the time. Nice. So it's more of like a, uh, a nod to him. I'm excited uh, to so, check it out. I'm definitely yeah. excited to check it out. Yeah. So one episode down, uh, it's a crazy, crazy fall season. I'm really curious how these numbers hit up. So we'll see what happens. Yeah, that's like kind of what I'm very curious to see how they go. I'm gonna go. Chainsaw Man will probably hit 50. I bet Bleach will. I bet Bleach will do another 30 million in sales based on this. Yeah, first Bleach, round. Bleach is already huge. So yeah, I, yeah. I mean, Bleach is yeah. It's, it's be all fine. Real. 
Yeah, he got, he's a huge man, so he just, you know, yeah. All right, Jim. Good to talk to you, man. Miss Branch, get Peter Parker on the phone. Yes, Mr. Jameson. All right. Voicemail time here in the ziggurat. Hey, guys. James Kaplan here. Uh, I was just calling in to say hello. Hope you're well. And also just to talk about how much fun uh, the Disney Plus shows have been the past few weeks. Um, She-Hulk finished incredibly strongly. I love the finale. It was so ridiculously meta. I I won't go into any spoilers or anything, but it was just... It was delightful and weird and felt true to the spirit of the comics and just was a lot of fun and more self-aware than, frankly, I expected um, our friends at Marvel Studios to be. But, you know, they anyway, they, they read the Internet, too, I guess. Uh, and then Andor has been great. Uh, I just finished recently watching this week's episode. It's so good. It's such a tight show. It's an amazing like, this week's episode was, like, the best heist movie I've seen in a while. So it was just, um, I mean, the whole show, it's just been fantastic. And then Werewolf by Night last week was just, oh, my God. I know you guys, I think, talked about it, but, like, it was just so good. It was so fun. I loved the whole vibe of it. It was just entertaining and just, I don't know. So it's just been, um, yeah, there's been a lot of uh, uh, a lot of good stuff to watch there. Uh, and, you know, lots of good comics, too. Uh, anyway, hope you're well. Take care. Love you, James. Always good to hear from you. Um, this is good. Totally agree about everything, James. We didn't have a chance to talk about Andor in the show. Let's talk about Andor for a minute. Yeah, Andor. Um, I thought this week's episode was exceptional. Uh, it was a great heist story. You know, they actually, they finally like pulled off the payroll, uh, the payroll vault or payroll train uh, heist that they have been planning since the beginning of the show. When that kid got crunched, uh, I screamed at my television. I think, yeah, uh, no, like without saying anything more than that. If you saw it, you know what exactly what I'm yeah. talking about. I Andor um, is the best directed, best yeah. acted Star Wars show we have had yet. I enjoy this more than the Mandalorian. I like the Mandalorian. It's good. Yeah, there were some uh, silly I mean, aspects it's different, of the Mandalorian. Right? It's yeah, it's it's, it's um, they're keeping it Andor. personal and they're telling this guy's story. Yes, it takes place in the Imperial, you know, in the same universe and everything, but it's his story. It's a personal story. It's a heist story. The acting is incredible. It is such a great. Well, and that's just it. Story. Is that it's it's that it's. I don't think that overall it is a heist story. No. I think that this act it's was a heist story. Yes. part it was a heist arc. Mm-hmm. But it's a thirteen episode show, and this was what episode five. This is episode six. And episode six. Yeah. So we're like we're at the halfway point. So the first three episodes was the pre the preamble. Uh, the the prelude, the setup, the getting him into the the getting him into the crew. Yeah. The next three was the heist, and then and then at the end, you know, spoilers, I guess. Um, he's like, "Take the money, I'm out," and so he just goes. He just takes his cut and well, leaves. He realizes who he is. He this is Cassian Andor becoming the Cassian Andor that we but see who in Rogue is he One. Is the thing like I think that like he's a rebel. So th- there's a he's but a, he's not though. He's a, I I he's, don't think that that's what we're seeing here he's yet. Going to be uh, that he's becoming. I, we know that he's <laughs> going to I'm be saying. the rebel. We know that he's going to be the rebel, Matt. That's how time works. That's my point. But, They're showing him become a character. But like, but right now though, he's like, 
So this whole this whole heist is not about the money. It's about crippling the empire. Right. And like dealing a blow that that hurts the empire by stealing all of the employees pay. Exactly. You know, that's why like at the end of it and it's the first it's like one of the first major like blows of what will ultimately be called the rebellion. Right. And so that's why at the end of it, where the guy comes to Stellan Skarsgård's little tchotchke shop and says, hey, did you hear what happened on that planet? Uh, There was a big heist. And he goes like, oh, you know what? I think I have some pieces from that planet. If you're interested, hold on. And he goes to the back room and then he laughs to himself. Yeah. Because he knows that like like the rebellion has begun. Right. And but still at this point, Andor wants no part of it. I, He's like, I just want what I was promised. I'm leaving. But then he does. Then he doesn't take it, does he? He doesn't take what he's promised. Well, I don't know if he does or not. I, it, that was unclear to me. It doesn't really. Matter. I don't think he did. But I like, think he's realizing. The, the, but the, I am the point caught up though in is this. that he. No, I don't think that we're there yet. I, I, I disagree. I, I said think I think he, he's realizing that he's not there yet, but he's starting to go. Okay, Skarsgård's right. There is something to be said for fighting for a cause. Like when they have that initial conversation in the ship and he's like, sure, you can get paid. You can get paid doing all kinds of stuff. Why do you want to get paid for this? I think it's because you realize that fighting for a cause is important and fighting for. And he's like, get the hell out of here. I mean, I I agree that that, that they're trying to convince him of that. But like what I saw at the end of this show was not him realizing anything. It was him like scared and wanting to get back to his own life and yeah. to run away from whatever larger thing that Stellan Skarsgård is trying to create. But I also think and we're starting I, to but see. But uh, like ultimately we know where it ends, yeah. right? He becomes the Cassian Andor of Rogue One. And I hope, I hope to hell they fight the urge. Like I'm fine with Mon Mothma. I really like what they've done with her character. And like mm-hmm. Skarsgård and the way they're like, we just exist in polite society and act kind of like everything's fine. But we secretly know there's terrible, terrible shit that's starting to happen. And her husband right. is like, well, why can't we just be rich? It's not going to mess with us. You right. know, it's yeah. very poignant to what's going on in the United States right now, where you have a lot of people that are wealthy. They're like, well, whoever wins the presidency is not going to affect me. Why do I care? You know, like whatever. And we're seeing this very interpersonal story of why the war started, why the rebellion started. If we can stay focused and they can carry it out as good as the first six episodes have been, this will be the best and most interesting Star Wars thing that we've seen since Rogue One. I love it. I love it. I just it wish so uh, I wish that in real life we had a few more Mon Mothmas and a few fewer Jared Kushners. Yeah, tell me about it. You know, it's just like, uh, why can't we? Uh, Surely out there somewhere is somebody in uh, one of these rich and powerful families that is like, oh, no, this is bad. (laughs) Uh, And I would like to hear more about those people, please. (laughs) But um, uh, yeah, uh, uh, but I I do. I agree. I I really like this kind of like, well, yeah, like the husband doesn't think there's anything wrong. And Mon Mothman is just like, what the hell, man? Yeah. Uh, and, and she's just like, no, burn it down. Uh, and then you've got the shitty daughter being shitty. And she, Mon Mothman ain't got time But she's for that. also just a kid. She's just a kid. I know. She's, so she's, she's a, a spoiled little brat. That's but, all I she mean, knows. The, 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 kid's not, the kid is not the point, but it's yeah. just like, uh, like Mon Mothman, like this is what she's dealing with. Right? I just, this is. She has to, she has to pretend to care about, you know, right. real life when she's trying to change life for everybody in the galaxy. Right. I do think and though they are they are delivering on that promise of yes, 
We're going to turn the cameras a different way and just tell a separate Star Wars story. You don't have to worry about Luke showing up or baby Leia or Vader walking around being super powerful, but, you know, not really good at his job. <laughs> you know, like this is just a Star Wars story and it's really well yeah. written. It's really well directed. I love it so far. I love it, too. I Let's get to it. our answers of the week. And- uh, I want to I want to say one quick final note on She-Hulk though before we go. Um, Brian raised a good point that I had not considered. I did love the finale. I think she, I still think She-Hulk is my favorite Marvel show, and okay. I do think that they knocked it out of the park for the most part. Um, but I do think that it was a missed opportunity to say at the beginning of the episode and at many points during the episode. This is not the kind of show we want to make, and then not totally change the ending. I want to watch it again. After, because after talking it, like, through it's, it, it's what they really do is they just sidestep the ending. Yeah. And the and we see Todd getting carted away in handcuffs. So it all still happened. Email goes to prison like it all right. still happened. But what they could have done with a powerful fourth wall break like that is deliver a completely different story. And they didn't. Yeah. No, I don't disagree. And I want to watch it again with that in mind and see how I feel. But so far. Loved it. I like had a yeah, really yeah. Time. I mean, I, like I'm not mad about it. Like no. I, it's just like what could have been. You know what I mean? Deep within a bleak and dismal swamp, hidden beneath its murky waters, lies the headquarters of the most sinister villains of all time, the two-headed nerd. Okay, our answers of the week. I've got mine. Go for it. My and if you know me at all, you know how much I love Nightcrawler, and you know how much I cannot stand the idea. That Mystique is his mom because her skin is blue and he wears a red costume because his dad is red and a demon named Azazel. <laughs> I mean, that's not why he wears a red costume. No, but they literally took, I'm not saying it is, but I'm, it's, 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 it's as boilerplate as that. Well, Mystique's blue. Let's, uh, what if we made her Nightcrawler's mom? Yeah. And what if dad is a red devil guy and it's like all the colors are Nightcrawler, but it's like mom and dad separate and like they have this like, oh, I love it. It's great. Yeah. I, I mean, making, it. making Nightcrawler's dumb. dad a demon, making Nightcrawler's dad a demon completely misses the point of Nightcrawler. Also makes he, him not a, a mutant. Makes him not a mutant. If you're, if well, you're mad. he's half mutant. He's half mutant, half yeah. demon. Ah. <laughs> Hate it! I hate it! Oh, I mean that puts him on par with the Submariner. That's where I was who going. Is a half mutant, if, half Atlantean. If you are mad about the Submariner, you should be just as mad about Nightcrawler. Just as mad, equally and no, oppositely I, mad. <laughs> I, I like. I totally agree. I think that we got characters that are half demon. Whatever. Fine. But but they're not mutants. Um, yeah, they they can still be mutants, Matt. I don't mutants need. Aren't it. just human I don't beings. Need it. But uh, to me, that's not what makes it dumb. What makes it dumb is that Nightcrawler as a character is important and cool and tragic and interesting because right. he is a man more so. He is a man of deep convictions of faith who happens to look like a demon right. and is persecuted for it. He is not a demon. He is a good and true, you know, companion and ally and yeah. whatever he just has, hero happens to have a little satan tail sorry and and, <laughs> and marvel and uh chuck austin deciding oh no his dad's the devil completely misses the point of of what nightcrawler should be not just the fact let's let's go back further because mystique who is a lesbian a documented lesbian that's been in love with her partner for 
hundreds of years. She's been around for a long time. Well, right? not that many. Not uh, Destiny is not hundreds of years old. She's old, not hundreds of years I old. think she's pretty damn old. I can't remember exactly. We looked into it, and she was way older than we thought. Because like they she's were old, but she's not. Um, we're not talking like. So she's okay. Uh, we don't need to argue about this. But obviously, not, De- Destiny or uh, Mystique also has a history of doing things that would would suit her uh, agenda. And so, like sleeping like with I, a demon <laughs> or well she didn't know he was a demon yeah regardless it's a dumbest it's just the dumbest it is the dumbest like i we don't need to argue mystique's motivations because that again that's not the dumb part of the story the dumb part of the story is that nightcrawler's dad should not be the devil it's stupid okay irene adler um, was born to a wealthy family in salzburg austria in the mid to late 19th century she's super old who destiny yeah she's super old so she's 150. Yeah. Now, when they brought her back, when they resurrected her, she's much younger. They made her young. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 She's, yeah but now she's young and hot. She, like, her life was extended also by her mutant powers, whatever. Just like Mystique is crazy old as well. She's been around, I don't know. Yeah, but time. she's got that shape-changing DNA, so she doesn't yeah. really age. So whatever. Um, no, I agree. Making Nightcrawler, making Nightcrawler's dad a literal demon from hell completely misses the point and is a very... Poor decision on Marvel's right. part. And Chuck Austin couldn't have known that later on, well, yes, we're going to full on accept the fact that Destiny and Mystique are in a romantic relationship. He couldn't have known that. So I'm not going to blame him for it. But it just, in looking back, again, it look, makes but, it even like, worse. And again, <laughs> like, I'm not going to, like, uh, Azazel is not the only dude that Mystique has slept with. Sure. Sabretooth, uh, she also slept with Sabretooth. Yeah. And they have a human son. And they had the, a human son, oh God. Victor Creed. Ugh. Or Graydon Creed. Graydon. I forgot uh, about the Graydon. Poli- the politician. <laughs> so, <laughs> like, <laughs> Mystique does what suits her, and uh, and so, at it best, she's makes bisexual. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> makes babies um, with bad dudes. Anyway. Your answer. Uh, Your answer. Let's go. So that's uh, that's a really good answer, though. I, I really like it. God. Um, for me, uh, like, I have a hard, I have a hard, uh, I have a hard time with the concept of not accepting something as continuity because if it happened in the comics, I kind of have no choice. But I will tell you, uh, one of the dumbest things that I think that they've done is um, is commit to the idea. That there is a third Summers brother and he is that shithead Vulcan. Yeah. God, that's <laughs> stupid. Um, it's just like it's it's so uninteresting to me. Like, it also I, I goes into Vul- the whole- I think that they've done interesting things with Vulcan since Krakoa. But like Vulcan as this like generic space conqueror, like Yeah. Is is I is so bland and that whole extended part of Brubaker's run is not fun. To it read. was not fun, and it, like the whole idea that like oh yeah, Professor X had another team of X Men. Yeah, the whole like I would say like the whole Deadly Genesis. He just like sent to get murdered. It's like because he's like he's a shit. You sent these children <laughs> to die and then didn't tell anybody. Yeah, you know, it's like and then you. Uh, at best, you didn't tell anybody. At worst, you probably wiped some memories. Yeah, absolutely. Because somebody had to know these people existed. Yeah. This is back and, when we were in that full-on Professor X is an asshole phase. Yeah. You know, or that they and, went through. And, just, and that's, oh, you know, that, I, have, I have trouble with those kinds of stories where it's just like, it's not just that Professor Xavier is a jerk, as famously pointed out by Kitty Pride. 
It's that Professor Xavier is a criminally negligent sociopath. Yeah. Oh, and also like and, uh, had like a crush on Jean Grey and shit. Remember that? Yeah. Where he was grody. like romantically like um, having well, sex like, with her and their psyche and stuff. Yeah, like, yeah. What well, I don't know if that went that far, but yes, Gross. that's icky. Um, but uh, but I'm gonna limit it to like I I like I don't like anything to do with the third summer's brother. No. I think it should have been left to like vague rumor. It doesn't need to be like it's not. More, it doesn't make it doesn't make Cyclops or Havoc more interesting. No. And Vulcan and Vulcan outside of him getting drunk on Mars and being belligerent is not an interesting character. No, Vulcan sucks. I don't care about him. I like what they've done with Vulcan recently because it seems like they're kind of having fun with it i suppose but there's no reason we couldn't have found out oh we thought he was a smothers brother or smothers brother a summer's <laughs> brother we thought vulcan was a summer's brother turns out it's a lie it's he's a the lie. yo-yo one he's yeah. the one that does the yo-yo yeah, and you could just be like nah sinister made him and yeah sinister made him in yeah, to, like, to mess with the summer and, and i would have been totally fine with that um but you know it's not it, it, Marvel is not the only one that makes terrible decisions. DC is not blameless. I oh, have sure. a really hard time. Like I, I have a, I struggle mightily with um, the the idea that Superman needs to learn good from bad by committing a few murders. Um, you know, and, and I mean that's like, how we learned though. Man of Steel, Man of Steel is the most egregious example. It's like you couldn't fly his ass into space. You couldn't put your hand over his eyes. Right. You're invulnerable. You're Superman. Yeah. You couldn't like do literally anything right. other than snap his neck like Roadhouse style. Um, I will at least. Uh, Roadhouse I, is I, when you rip their throat out, Joe. Oh, sorry. Yeah. I thought it was a, a more of a neck breaking, but you're Roadhouse. Right. It's, it's, <laughs> yeah. a, it's, a, it's a throat rip. Yeah. Um, I will at least give credit to John Byrne. Um, for his story where like it's, it's still, you still put Superman in this position. So it's a, it's a hell of your own making, uh, so to speak. But the idea that these Kryptonian criminals from an alternate universe have committed genocide, they've killed 5 billion people and they're like, and now we're coming for your planet. And like Superman has no recourse that he knows of he's like he doesn't know what to do and right. so all he can do is kill them except he also had kryptonite that took their powers away yeah Which, and so it's like dude, that should be the first thing you thought of <laughs> you know? so he took their powers away hey batman can you do me a favor can you fly yeah. in, in whatever bat thing you have and, and just shoot these guys with this kryptonite thanks done <laughs> uh, so yeah he, he exposed them to the to the kryptonite that took their powers away and then and then also the version of the kryptonite that killed them dead and it's like well hold on uh you didn't even at least try to put them in a super prison <laughs> um but but i will at least give burn credit for trying to justify it uh, 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 the, in a way that's better than like he couldn't stop Zod from yeah. shooting his heat vision at that puppy. It's like, stop it. Yeah, stupid. I don't want it. Stupid. You're dumb. You're dumb, Zack Snyder. You're dumb. All right. New question of the week. What do we got? Okay. This week's question is courtesy of Brian Domingos. Okay. Name an artist that you once liked, but you can't hang with anymore. Mm. You loved them when they broke in, but they've changed so much. It just doesn't work for you anymore. Yeah, this I have a feeling this spun out of a discussion we were having after I posted the Wolverine Miracle Man variant cover. 
And uh, uh, it, no, this pre. Oh, this predates this is, that. This is a. This is actually a flip side of a question we did previously, which was name an artist that you didn't care for at the beginning, gotcha. but eventually came to love. Okay. So going this the is other the opposite way. of that question, um, but we are. But we ask that you please be respectful. We're talking about personal opinions, not personal attacks. It's right. okay if you don't like their work. Um, I would also we're not add to gonna that. Be shaming people. I would also add to that. Let's not pile on people. And this is not to say they don't deserve being called shitheads. But let's focus on the art. Like I, I don't want to hear like, oh Dale Keown, man. I used to love yeah, his art. We're talking about the art. Yeah, we're now talking that guy, about the art. Like he gets drunk and talks shit and passes out and pees himself. Like live on yeah, his. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, no. We're, we're talking, about, we're the talking about the. We're talking about the art. Art um, only. Let's leave it at that. Um. Yeah. Let's leave the whole comic skatiness of it. At Although the door. I did just sneak a, a dig at Dale Keown in there. <laughs> so, well, I don't. Up I have a feeling Dale. nobody's going to bring up Dale Keown. <laughs> um. But yeah. So an, an artist that you once really loved, but just over time, kind of stopped being su- such a fan of. Yeah. And look at us. We can't say we never got drunk and peed ourselves on a live stream before. So I mean, hey. <laughs> peeing myself right now. <laughs> All right. Time for us to get out of here. We'll be back this Wednesday reviewing new comics. Next Saturday, we will not have a cover to cover. Next Saturday, we've got family stuff going on, so we'll not be around for that. But hey, that's news to me too, kids. We learned it together. There we go. All right. But for now, my name's Matt Bob. My name's Joe Patrick. And this is the Two-Headed Nerd, signing off.